Ah, ah, that's how we start the podcast with a really bad Joker laugh. But you, you know, got, what? You got covered, be... covered with the bad tattoo. Ah, well, I don't know. He ah, didn't do that in ah, the ah, Snyder. It's like when the Grudge came out, everybody kept going. Ah, ah, no, no, all the time. No, no, no. I used to do that around Matt all the time. And yeah, he hated yeah, it. You did. You he did. hated it. It was awesome. And you still have all your teeth, which and, is a testament to my. And your house was really dark at the time, so sometimes I would just do it. <laughs> you yeah, know where it's going yeah, from. It was. It was great. And I loved it, and it made me so happy. Matt, are you not aware that ghosts aren't real? Mm, some might. Here's Who the knows? thing, though. Especially. I have a whole story about this that I don't think I've actually told on the podcast. Let's tell so it in uh, what's good, because we are not, here. We are here <laughs> on the internet. And Geeks with Kids, we started. I have a we title sequence. Everything's oh, all shit, pretty and on? stuff. We're live. Yeah. Um, we're talking about, uh, I don't know, I assume Star Trek today. I don't know. Um, or maybe so some monsters. I don't we're know. About cats and some sort of, I, mean, I need uh, to fix my buttholes. my buttholes frame cats. here because right now it says David Love versus Kong. So I need to. You are David Love. <laughs> David Love versus Kong. Make it. Anyway, I mean, I okay to watch that movie. <laughs> we are oh. geeks with kids. We are the biweekly geeky podcast that you know. If we, if I remember, takes it, uh, you know, sometimes from a parenting point of view, or at least I mentioned some sort of parenting thing. We don't know. We don't. Oh, sometimes we don't really. Think about nice. that. Nice. Anyway, so we're here. We're going to talk about the MonsterVerse. But before that, I'd like to thank Steve, Matt, David, Hawk, and Marcus for coming on to talk about all this wonderful nerdy stuff. Uh, we love coming on and talking to you. We're live on Twitch. If this is your first time at 9.30 on April 5th. Good Lord, it's April already. It oh, feels man. like the longest, shortest year so far. <sighs> anyway. We're still in a blip right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, so we... Start every show uh, by going around the little circle on the internet and asking what's good. So let's start off with Marcus. What's good, Marcus? Uh, not much. <laughs> um, really, I haven't I haven't really been able to do much of anything. I've just been uh, playing a little bit of GTA Online with uh, my buddy Ryan once in a while, and that's about it. Um, and. Uh, well, we had Easter. The Easter weekend was was upon us, and uh, my son had his first ever Easter egg hunt. Ooh! So now wow. we are going to parenting kind of crap. Hey, cool! There you go. Mm. How was, was it? Was it all? Connected. Was it chocolate? Was it chocolate eggs, or was it actually? There were no. Uh, so we gave him like little plastic eggs that had like lights in it, so it could like light up and everything. And inside were a bunch of his like little tasty treats that he enjoys. Um, but unbelievably, like, you know, we had them set up and we didn't, we were expecting him to, you know, have to coerce him into like, oh, look, go find the eggs. And he found four of them without trying right off the bat, just walked up. He's just like, look at these. Look what I found. <laughs> oh, you weren't even supposed to start there. And then, <laughs> then he just kind of squeezed them and popped them open and just started eating the treats. And he loved it. It was awesome. It was a really cool little moment. And uh, I'm glad I was able to capture that and see that. So that was, uh, that was really, that was my good. That was my fantastic. Yum, oh, yum. That's, awesome. that's awesome. We do the plastic eggs as well, but we put blueberries inside. Uh, um, oh yeah. So that's he did nice. have his first piece of like, it was his first piece of chocolate on the Easter weekend. Like he's yeah. tried sweets. This was his first piece of actual chocolate and damn, that kid loves chocolate. Oh, <laughs> I, I understand. Cause chocolate is yeah. amazing. Is it, was it a uh, milk chocolate or dark chocolate? 
Uh, it was milk chocolate. It was lint. The, like the Lindor lint oh, kind of chocolate. Oh, you started in the oh, bar really high, man. Good stuff. You're just getting, like, oh, no. Right He's not going to be TPing a lot of houses at Halloween. Fuck this shit. That's not real chocolate. Yeah. I wouldn't blame him. I don't like Hershey's chocolate either. I don't like Hershey's chocolate. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Easter was fun this weekend. Lots of eggs, lots of candy. Um, yeah. For me. Um, let's go to Hawk. <laughs> What's good, my friend? Uh, so my yum this week uh, has mm. been the new Was it candy? Because those are yum. It was candy. Well, there's a little bit of candy in that. I don't eat a lot of candy anymore. That's fair. Um, We're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> the diabetes. Mm. Diabetes. Anyways. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. Uh, what? <laughs> My yum uh, has been has been uh, invincible on Amazon Prime. Yeah, uh, yeah, great new animated series and that uh, from Robert Kirkman, the writer from the Walking Dead series, uh, about a a world full of superheroes and that. But gosh, you know, they're yeah, not heard really good things. Yeah, they they are not the heroes we think they are. But what what's great is not only is the writing and animation great, but the voice cast is just stellar. God, like um, they, that's where they shelled out most of the money. On that, J.K. Simmons is Omni Man, and they have Sandra O. Oh as uh, uh, his wife. Mom. Um, <laughs> Stephen Ewan plays his son Mark, uh, who discovers his own powers and is being brought up under his father's kind of rough tutelage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's her name? from uh community Britta Britta plays yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the superheroes G- Gillian yeah. Jacobs Gillian yeah. Jacobs yeah, yeah. and then uh, um they have what's great about um Invincible is that they mirror the DC universe a lot of their heroes are like hey look we're Greek gods as thing like that uh, DC we had talked about this in a previous episode but mm-hmm. because it's Robert Kirkman it's all like super uber violent versions of them and just slightly tweaked and be also because um he created the walking dead he got the cast of the walking dead to play their version of the justice league which nice. is incredible if you haven't checked it out you should watch it uh, it's on four, episodes Prime. In, yep. four episodes in uh, new episodes are premiering on friday nights yeah oh, good to know all right thanks yeah no i've heard good things so i will definitely check that out it's 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 great and you know maybe we'll well we have what three more weeks of winter soldier and a couple more mm-hmm. weeks of invincible maybe we'll live stream the the finale of of invincible because it's it's on twitch so we could uh live stream it yeah yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do the lot yeah Why yeah not? let's do it all right david what do you like in this week oh well Easter means uh, we still had turkey. If uh, I didn't see ninety nine percent of my family, we still did turkey, uh, which is I always I think that's weird because like it's like Thanksgiving turkey, Christmas turkey. Now my family does well, obviously not this year, uh, but like family day we do turkey. <laughs> so it's like family four, day turkey nice. four months that's out of the year. Turkey. It's like full turkey dinner, you know, mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. corn, whatever, but you know everything. Uh, so that's pretty good. Turkey. Um, so after this, I'm going to go make some leftovers and that's definitely the best thing. I've been playing darkest dungeon, which I would say is not, it's not a bad game, but it's kicking my ass and I'm really mad. So I wouldn't say it's what's good. Uh, it's what's excruciating. And more annoyingly is I want to keep playing it. 
Mm, those games, I know yeah. it well. I know it well. Um, is it on PC or? Uh, I'm you- uh, Epic Game Store gave it out. I don't know how long ago. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing on Epic. Oh, I wonder if I have yeah. it in my. Thing. You probably they, do. They released a really good uh, game the other day. Something with a computer, computer in the machine, or something like that. That's not right. That, that's see. a that's an anime. Um, but, um, Ghost in the machine. <laughs> Ghost in the machine. Um, it's really good, uh, Steve. I feel like this is a game. I I saw it. And I was like, this is a game Steve would like. It has the aesthetic you would like. It's like cyberpunky, but Ooh, without being okay. cyberpunk. Um, All right. <laughs> it's like an isometric over view, and then you're shooting things, and it looks really sounds cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my. Well, we're talking, you might as well go. What's good, Steve? What is good? Uh, well, I've been away for a little bit. Um, that's kind of funny. During that time, I uh, wasn't really doing much. And then I just started up on the uh, 40K audios again. So it's always 40K audios. I mean, you miss that period where that wasn't actually what was good. There's something <laughs> else, too, with movies. I think it's going to come up when we start talking tonight. But, yeah, I've been trying to make my way through various lists of movies that I like to make for myself. And mm-hmm. um, I've created a... Uh, very specific criteria to force myself to watch things I wouldn't normally watch. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to come up in our conversation. So I'm going to save that. So yeah, so I'm liking 40 K again. I got stuck on one book. It just, I didn't know where it was going and I left it for months and, uh, and I finally picked it up and uh, I'm back in again. So you should do your that blog that you're, you've been planning to do now that we actually have a new blog space. You can, right. you could do it. I'll send you the login for that. Anyway. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely got to get back into it because uh, there's only I only have a couple of years left to try to do all 60 audio books because it's going to end in, in a year or two. So for sure, gotta catch up for sure. Let's move on to Matt Moore. Matt Moore. <laughs> um, what, what, what's good? What's what, good? What's good? Mm, what, mm. I gotta think. Let me have some coffee first because it is just a yummy coffee. Mm. Damn it. I was going to eat this gummy and say, mm, this is yummy. Son of a bitch. I know you were. I saw you do it, you son of a bitch. Don't think I didn't catch you. Um, I took this no, yummy Caesar. Um, <laughs> oh, um, I've been gosh. revisiting Borderlands 3 because I, for some reason, just like, I haven't played this in a while. I'm going to play it. And God, I saw you playing that. I forgot how addictive that game is. Well, especially, mm-hmm. I think it's because they dropped a bunch of patches a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, it's updating Borderlands. I haven't played that. Let's do that again. I think it's on sale uh, too. The game is uh, the DLCs, uh, the season pass DLCs are also on sale. Ooh, so I actually picked ooh. up the first season DLC pass. So I'm like, I'll play, I'll play yeah. all the, four, like, uh, the first four DLCs. So I'll like, stand it out. Fuck, that game is good. Well, that's the content. Um, and I, I hate the fact that it's that good because it's irritating me because I've been burning through because I have nothing else to do now because once again, I'm not working. So, you know. Are you playing uh, it with anyone like, say, a Heel Chris who's in our Twitch chat right now? With Heel Chris, no. But for our, uh, another visitor, Detective Popcorn, he has it as well. So we're going to start playing some of that a little later on, I think. Yeah, yeah nice. I have never actually multiplayer borderlands because i just never associate with a multiplayer game so i'm oh, intrigued with what happens yeah. with that I, that's oh, like so the fun. co-op series yeah i don't know if there's a better series to, like, yeah, I, and I to never co-op, together. co-op with, with the oh, borderlands games i was always well i never used to play them when i had my like i never used to have my playstations hooked up to the internet when i was playing them originally and now i'm like okay well hook it up i'm like you can play with people that's you insane. killed cromerax on your own that's a lot okay. of work yeah. <laughs> i'm stubborn <laughs> I'm stubborn and I love uh, Jacobs and uh, Torg weapons, so it's really easy to kill most of anything. Fair, fair. I still haven't played the third yeah. one. I really want to. Maybe with the Eric, let's with do the it. Sale. 
So yeah, I could. Are you on PC or PS5? PC, of course, of course, PC. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's 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 fun. It was buggy when it first came out. It was another one of those where there was a couple major bugs in the game that they patched within the first month of being released. But a lot of people were like, eh. There was already issues with Gearbox to begin with, and then the game was buggy when it was released. So it was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, fair. I yeah, okay. I'll think about it. I have I have been for my yum or my good. My yum. I'm gonna say yum. Um, um say well. It. <laughs> I've been playing Subnautica a lot, a lot. Um, they released it for free on the P- PlayStation. It's part of that stay at home, play at home um, oh, nice. initiative that they're doing. So definitely pick up Subnautica. It's sort of relaxing, but sort of stressful at the same time. If you <laughs> make it, <laughs> um, they've also released like Res Infinite, which is a game that I, like the original mm. Res I used to play on the PS2 when I was ridiculously high in university, like stupid <laughs> high. And it was amazing. And I've tried this one, Res Infinite. And the music is great, but I don't have the same experience, but probably because I'm not as high as I was when I played it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're not as high. Like, yeah. I'm still high. Yeah, I like that. Like Being uh, tired is a type of high. Yeah, but it's not the same fun type. I remember there was this one day, I don't know if you remember this map more, um, but I got so high that I blinked and I ended up at Burger King. Uh, in Hamilton, and I, like I was in Westdale, and that's I called blacking the, out. That's, I went all the way to Burger King. No, he straight up time traveled. Yeah, it felt like it. And then <laughs> I always time traveling. I blinked again because I was with him when it happened. Like, you weren't there when I got home. <laughs> no, I got your ass home though. I don't remember. So maybe. I know you don't because because we were hanging out in Westdale, and then you blinked. Meanwhile, he had from the time he remembers, we had. There was a full hour conversation. A bunch of us got into a car, went to the Burger King, ate, got to the parking lot, and then Eric, and then Eric's like, "How did I get here?" And we're like, "We've been here for forty-five minutes." Wow! You ate, you ordered it, ate, and he's like, "I'm hungry." We're like, "You're going home." I got home and I had a Whopper in my hand and I was like, cool. Uh, but <laughs> but I definitely night. remember eating fish, which is another weird thing. <laughs> Which is bad because uh, sandwich and we all sat there going, why? You're like, it's good. We're like, I, I'm pretty sure I ordered it because you and your hot fish juice story happened. Not you. You don't remember that one? Whoa. Uh, I don't like the title of this story. Yeah. This is going to weird places. This is. Yeah. What, what podcast? Making me uncomfortable. Welcome to the Hot Fish Cast. GWK <laughs> after dark. <laughs> um, Today's Matt, topic gonna... is cock sauce. <laughs> no, no. It's literally I from... I actually a... have a bottle of that. I could have pulled it out. <laughs> I it's, yeah. don't know where we're going for this, but anyway, let's move on from what's good, because I think we Segue moved that. way past what's good and onto what's awkward. So um, yeah. I'm not going to really do any news. There's a couple of news things today. Um, we had start uh, First Contact Day for all the Star Trek fans, which they announced a bunch of different things. Uh, Lower Decks is coming back in August. Um Disco season four is later this year, and then Picard is coming back next, early next year, right, Hawk? I think early next year. Yeah, but I think April 2022. They didn't really say. They just said early 2022, and Q is coming back for season two of Picard. So, and in the trailer, he says one one thing, and the the gist was, um, the trial never ended. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh. it's all yeah. you need. Nice. Um, other than that, Ooh. what other news has there been? It's Nothing literally good. everyone in the world's fucking birthday because it's April. 
Oh yeah, sir. I don't know. I don't know if it's because like there's other holidays at the time, but everybody's fucking birthday is in April. April, March, everybody. Uh, February, January, December. November, Just everybody October. fucks in October or something. I don't know, or, or September or August or whatever. September, it is. Like, uh, no, August, August, uh, August. Weird. Labor Day weekend. My birthday's in April, so yay! In a couple of weeks, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. No. Uh, it's a big one too. Uh, Forty. <sighs> oh, how horrible for you! Uh, I like this show because I get to be do. the young one. You are the young one. Yes. <laughs> what we should am do I gonna a Logan's. Do? We should so, do a Logan's Run party for you. <laughs> so <laughs> renew, renew. Could you imagine? I don't seen that bad. I would love to uh, live watch that with people. Um, I actually okay. did it for my thirtieth, but uh, yeah, you, you've missed it. But yeah, you, 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 yeah. No, I you didn't know, know you when you were thirty. No, you didn't. But no, um, I didn't even know me when I was thirty. I was going to do a hot wings challenge. Uh, I, I told Matt this. I had ordered mm-hmm. the, 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 the three pack from hot yeah. wings. Mm-hmm. But so the other week I, I decided, hey, there's this uh, there's an, um, a ramen store in Guelph. And they're for a limited time doing this stupid hot ramen. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I mm-hmm. got it. And I was I was eating. I was like, this is wonderful. And I was like, oh, it's hot, but, you know, I can handle it. Later that mm-hmm. night, I could not handle it. <laughs> could not <laughs> handle it at all. And it was the worst. <laughs> the worst. See, I tried to warn you on that. It's like, it I may be a so giant bait. You want to eat hot sauce, but it sits in my stomach fine after it's there. Oh, my God. I'm so happy I have a bidet. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys oh, not know no. the secret of hot stuff? Like, <laughs> of, of, like, eating spicy stuff? At, eat like, a candle they're... first? No. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> no um really acidic thing that's like milk is like slightly acidic that's why they think like milk does all this stuff uh like soda works okay because it's pretty acidic um one of the most acidic things you can drink though is apple juice Mm -hmm. and apple juice just fucking crushes spice like that like do a teaspoon of tabasco and then bite into an apple and it'll be gone in seconds Mm-hmm. Like so, it's fine. Would it be better for the digestion? Though? Yes, because because the the cap <laughs> so fucking nerdy Dave. Um, capsaicin is an oil, and it's broken down by certain acids. And apples work really well. That's why you never get spicy apple stuff. Yeah, uh, because it just, w- just won't work. Like whereas tomatoes are acidic, but I don't think they're the right kind of acid to break down. Uh, no, they they carry it quite yeah. well. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, so so certain acids are like vinegar doesn't work either, but uh, for some reason apples just fucking just knock it yeah. right out. Uh, and soda soda works like okay. So Eric, I think you need to field test this because clearly the milk thing would not work for you. Well, I have lactose free milk, which is what I had when I was. See, but it's lactose free milk, the right pH. That's the whole no, thing. No, it's not. Yeah. That's the thing. Lactose free milk will do. It's nothing not going to do anything. Something. It was fine for a bit. <laughs> is it lactose free <laughs> milk or is it is it milk with like lactase so it's you can break not, so it breaks down? I don't remember what I was having at the time. No. Unfortunately, it's the lactic acid that you need to make it stop yeah. burning you everywhere. But you have Just a bidet, what, yeah. and that's the important thing. The bidet is the important <laughs> thing, and it's a heated bidet, so that makes it even better. Uh, let's see. Would what you the... really want warm water at that point in time if you've already I had? I did. It was very everything? soothing. <laughs> soothing is what I was hoping for. How did we get back onto buttholes when we were talking with the cats <laughs> thing earlier? Cut. Release so, the butthole cut. Yeah, we need to. We do need to start recording earlier. <laughs> I came back for just this one message. Release the butthole cut. That's true. Um, <laughs> so, I'm saying butthole and cut together. <laughs> So Matt, no, Hill Chris never. is saying that you look like a businessman slash ba- uh, biker. 
Don't make him yes. mad, or he will mess up your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I filed oh, them incorrectly on purpose. Mess your taxes. <laughs> so we're gonna he- we're here. We're gonna talk about Legendary's MonsterVerse, um, which they started back in 2014. I want to say 2014 yes. with the the 2014 release of Godzilla, but. Before we do that, we're going to you know, do a little bit of that history lesson and, and go back and talk about two of the originals. We're going to talk about King Kong and Godzilla. Uh, so King Kong was released in 1933 and Godzilla was released in 1954. And they were both separate entities. One was made by RKO and one was made by... Um, I want to say Toho. Toho, but... Toho, Toho, you're yeah. right. Um, I wasn't sure if it was the same company at that point. Mm-hmm. Such a long That's time ago. But... Um, <clears throat> They were classic movies, and um, did you guys actually watch these movies before? Uh, before? Yeah, I was able to watch King Kong and uh, Godzilla '54. Uh, hmm, I've seen both of them before. Anyone else get get a chance to watch uh, the original I'm Godzilla? So halfway through '54, I, I, I did see the original uh, King Kong like a long time ago, and I was really excited to rewatch it. But I haven't gotten to rewatching it yet. But I do remember like stumbling upon it like late night television, watching it when I was a kid, and I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I, I watched it because I thought it was goofy at first, and then I just <laughs> genuinely actually liked it. <laughs> it it's wonderful. It was, I, I think that was my probably my first like major exposure to like a stop motion puppet. I think it was mm-hmm. for me too. What about yeah. you, Memoir? Uh, the King Kong I saw because I you know I actively sought it out to see the Godzilla. The original Godzilla I actually saw in a film class. Uh, because of the Raymond Burr thing, because we were actually studying oh, the, okay. the appropriation of culture by like, we're going to take this movie and completely redo it and just fucking add Raymond Burr into it for some reason. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I was, my intention was to watch all, a whole bunch of movies, but I didn't make it to um, 1956's Godzilla King of Monsters, which is the Raymond Burr American cut. Now, when you saw in film class, did they actually compare the two versions? Because I'm kind of yes. curious. Okay. Yes. So I actually, you know, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm just wondering right away, like, well, actually, you know, Eric, do we want to talk about King Kong first? Or? No, no, no. Go for it, man. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fluid conversation. We're going to, yes. it's a round table and we're just going to chat. Having seen, having just watched the 54 Godzilla, um, I'm very curious, like, what were some of the major changes with the Raymond Burr? Of the plot, they 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 completely really? mucked about with the plot. Well, because they had to create this character that didn't exist in the original movie and add him in. So they rejigged the plot. They rearranged things to make him. It it was it's it, the reason we were studying this because it was very interesting. Because you took this movie and they completely recut it and added him into scenes that he never was in, had yeah. never shot, and wasn't even there when it was shot. Yeah, but it was like the it was. The, one of the early examples of how like it was what they do now where they kind of digitally create characters because they kind of just editorially added him into the movie and made him like the hero of the movie, even though he had nothing to do with anything that was going on. <laughs> like uh, Indiana Jones, right? The first, like if you just, you can take him out of the movie, it still makes sense. Put him in the yeah. movie, it's still the same yeah. thing happens. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. That hurts um, my feelings. <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of a cool movie. Uh, to, just to watch like studied that because I'd never I obviously I knew about Godzilla because everyone knew Godzilla, but it was the having seen and gone, oh shit, that's kind of it was it was cool to watch from a like a artistic standpoint. Horrendously offensive when you see the original scene versus what they added into. I'm like, you they, whitewashed the hell out of this movie. Okay, cool. Great. I'm very curious. Who, who did they I'm cut out? Curious. The the brother? Um, 
they they cut out a couple different characters. It depended on the scene where they would just remove a character and add him in instead. That's so weird. Mm. I want to see me, like they literally like they cut and pasted the entire film so that yeah, his character yeah. being there made sense. And there's yeah. a whole bunch of scenes that was just him and a bunch of other actors that they clearly shot in the states uh, yeah. with the, oh, the wow. accents to make it seem like he was there. Wow. Ooh, so yeah, like they basically ooh. took a movie <laughs> yeah. and wrote a new movie so they could have Raymond Burr star because they wanted to get it over in they wanted the movie to get over in America. Yeah, my intention was to watch that at the end, like after watching everything, but I just I just couldn't do it. I just it's hard to after watching King Godzilla versus Kong. You're just like yeah. I need to take a moment. Well, I had to race <laughs> through just to get through. Um, it's, yeah. it's definitely a cool movie to watch, but uh, yeah. I would not recommend if you're going to do it. I'd say try to watch both the those Godzilla movies back to back so you can find you'll see where the changes are made. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 sorry. Go ahead. Eric. No, no, no. Yeah. You go for it. No, I was just going to say, I was very surprised by those two films though, by King Kong and uh, Godzilla 54. Um, I can understand. I just want to say real quick, like I can understand why they're such pivotal films and mm-hmm. such iconic films because they're very loaded. There's actually a lot going on in both of those movies. Yeah. And that it's like, we know a lot about them, but when you actually watch them, you're like, wow, they put a lot of effort into these two films. And like, King really, Kong, especially, right? Yes. It was from 1933. Yeah. I 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah. And, and and it's surprising. It's you, years you, think, old. you think about a film like that and you're like, they can't really talk about a me- they They obviously didn't write movies for messages, but there's this whole idea of nature versus man. And like, mm-hmm. it's, it's really prevalent in that film, even from yeah. like, for such a long time ago. And it's crazy. What I, I never saw the, I don't recall ever seeing the original Godzilla until more recently. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure I saw it as a kid and was like, oh, look at all those people that look like me that are running away. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, but uh, like I watched it today and I watched it with my with uh, my old my eldest uh, Kay and she's six and she was like, this is a good movie. I was like, mm-hmm. it is a good movie. It is a good movie. And it's funny because like back in 2014, when we all saw Godzilla and I remember reading the, on the Internet where, you know, all the happy people live, um, they were saying that, you know, there's not enough Godzilla in this movie. And I agree there isn't enough Godzilla, but the original Godzilla was mostly people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, And yes, the true. message behind it was so like the idea of how the atom bomb and the H bomb like have devastated the world and like they're the, the, the adverse effects from it is, is, mm-hmm. is going to be just assume forever. the people who wanted more like Godzilla and didn't like the human parts were also like all the transformers films. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. assume they like all of them on unequivocal. Like, just, well, well, when we get I, to those Godzilla movies, well, when I rewatch them, I really, I really like the 2014 Godzilla. It's maybe my second favorite of these four. I, I, I think it's really, and I, I don't think it, it needs more Godzilla. I think it's great. It's probably my third favorite out of the four, um, but we will get to that. Um, any final, any other thoughts on the original Godzilla? Like it was a, it's way better than I thought it would be. To be yes. Yeah, I, I found, uh, I found. Sorry, I found ahead, watching it today. It actually handles the human element a lot better than they yes. actually do in the the, the 2014 runs. And that because like you know, first off, <laughs> like you know, it tackles like the the displacement of the people every time Godzilla shows up and that the amount of resources they have to throw in and that. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, like pretty much like what, 10 years, nine years after like the end of world yeah. war two. 
Mm-hmm. One of the interesting one of the things I was wondering about, I was trying to find out some information on that. At what point was Japan kind of freed from like the Allied Film Board that was censoring all the films that came up through it? That's a really good after question. World War II? Anyone in the yeah. chat know? Please let us know. Um, uh, Vocal Tomes mm-hmm. in the chat is saying there's almost never enough monster in most of these movies. They always appear <laughs> an hour uh, <laughs> appear an hour in unless True. it's Pacific Rim. That's fair. True enough. Or the uh, second Pacific Rim, but yes. What was enough. the ripoff of Pacific Rim? <laughs> I remember that. There was uh, a Atlantic. Yeah, Asylum made Edge? one. Atlantic's rip. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, Atlantic Asylum Rift. actually made one. Yeah. Yeah, Atlantic, yeah. Something. I was gonna um, joke and say it's Monster actually Hunter. not horrible. Oh, yeah, I heard it wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not horrible. Yeah. yeah, Asylum had actually reached that point where they actually started going like, you know what? We got the resources to make legitimate movies. <laughs> yeah. Let's just make yeah. movies. I actually now, like you know? Asylum movies and they follow us yeah. on Twitter and some, a bunch of other socials. No, like they 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 were at a point where it was a total scam in my opinion, but they've gone way past that now. And they just make proper films. Well, it's not a scam. It'd be, like a, it'd be like a scram or some like some other <laughs> yeah. word that also means it's a scheme. You know it's not a scam. It's a scheme. It's similar, I but it's say, slightly different. Say what you will. Snakes on a Train, one of my favorite Asylum films. Oh, my God. Oh my I'm not, God. I'm not yes. even kidding you. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, okay. So getting us back on topic. Um, yeah. So King Kong, 1933. I, I like Eric. I, I think, you know, we all know the movie. We've all seen a lot of it. But I never actually had sat down and watched it until just now, uh, just recently. And uh, yeah, I was really impressed with how much there was in that movie. Like there's a lot going on and it's a really like entertaining movie. Like there's a lot of action scenes. Like, yeah, okay, we got the stop motion, but the stop motion is like really extensive. Like they went all out. Their boats exploding were so good. And there's so much death. Like that movie is salacious and violent. It's got everything. Like... I kind of wondered, like, when ratings and certain, like, <laughs> things like that came into play because that movie existed before ratings, in my opinion, right? Like, 19, you got to look at that and you just go, how many people just died there, right? And, like, horribly, horribly, right? And even, like, like with the lady getting grabbed by the, the monkey, like, that stuff's a little bit, mm, I don't know, you know? Like, uh, so it was, um, it was a pretty uh, impressive film all around. And then Godzilla, I thought was really interesting because they were so meticulous, right? Mm -hmm. In discussing the people and the bureaucracy, like what Hawk was saying, like talking about the government situation and, and, you know, and yeah, obviously some of it is reflective of world war, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, memories, because it was like 10 years, you know, like since the war, since the bomb. There was a couple of really specific incidents in that, you know, when they were, when they were talking about having to evacuate and that, uh, yeah, the one uh, character in that comment uh, that she almost barely got out of Nagasaki. Yes, yeah, oh, she yeah, references yeah, yeah. it exactly, and that's one of the things where I know they probably mucked with it in the uh, <laughs> King of Monsters version because there's a lot of scenes showing like the devastation that Godzilla leaves, and it's really horrific, right? Like there's mothers dying and there's children crying, oh, yeah. and it's it's really shocking, you know. And I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know if the American version shows this or not. I'm, I'm very <laughs> curious, so I have to check that out, but. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of undertones and yeah, the morality of science is like this core theme, you know, because you have these, you have scientists who who want Godzilla, want to study Godzilla. Then you have scientists who've discovered like, you know, secrets of science that have to really like struggle, you know, with like the ramifications of it. So yeah, I mean, it's not what you think. Like Godzilla 54 is actually a really interesting film for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. like a lot of different mm-hmm. storylines. 
Any other standout scenes for other people? I really enjoyed the uh, courtroom scene where it was the people versus the government where they're like, mm, we can't release the <laughs> the news. And they're like, You're t- it's the truth. Tell the people. I was waiting like, for you to say the people versus King Kong. This huge ape sitting there like, uh, Your Honor, my client. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Actually, if you don't mind a minor segue, I was going to say, um, Shin Godzilla, which was one of the more recent remakes of 2017, Godzilla. 2017, I think. Was it? Yeah, yeah. 2017 or 2016. Think, yeah. Um, like that's the first, I think, uh, official Japanese CG version of Godzilla. But yeah. I have to say, I, I never realized the parallels between that one and the original because the politics are sort of the, the core of Shin Godzilla. It's all about political thriller kind of like what do you do when you have this unprecedented situation? And it's just like a lot of politicians arguing and it's not the most exciting movie. I'm just going to say that outright. The monster <laughs> is horrific in that movie when you get to yeah. the scenes, but the majority of the movie is it's, it's on one of my movie lists right now for movies that are kind of messed up due to our current time of where we are, because it's not about COVID, obviously, because it came out years before, but it is about a government dealing with a situation that no one has ever heard of before and other international parties becoming interested in what they do. You know, So there's a lot of parallels with a natural disaster that has ramifications across a lot of different levels. And it's really interesting to watch Shin Godzilla under the lens of what we're going through right now. But I was amazed at how much of the politics element was like what Eric just said, that one scene where the people are arguing about whether or not to reveal what's happening to the public. And it's like, of course, you have to reveal what's happening um, comes across, you know, and was translated into that version of the film, like all these years later. Anyway, so, yeah, I agree. That was a that was a pretty fundamental scene. And yeah, if you haven't seen Godzilla, I really recommend the original one. Yeah, Shin's Godzilla came out in 2016. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and they had one of the actual Godzilla guys playing Godzilla in mocap for that, which oh, is that's amazing. awesome. So he has nice. a tail and everything. There's a picture of it in, in his mocap. Oh, man. So he, did, he just said, put, traded one suit for another suit? Exactly. Well, yeah. The monster that's in really that cool. one was horrifying, though. Was it? Yeah, it's... It's that. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, I, I always like watching when watching these black and white movies, especially like King Kong and uh, Godzilla, like to try to imagine what audiences at that time thought, because I'm like, man, that guy just got totally like just yeeted, like, you know, like he's dead, you know, and it's just like, like, I can tell, like, you know, it's a little like, you know, stop animation guy, right? But I'm just like, oh, that's horrifying, you know, yeah. and that's, a, that's yeah. the one thing that, that Shin Godzilla did that like it, it updated it because I'm like watching Shin Godzilla I'm like oh my god like yeah. it's really <laughs> terrible you know like I really get what like you know Tokyo on fire in 1954 means in Shin Godzilla oh one last thing I wanted to highlight uh I just wanted to say Akira Ifukube who did the music for Godzilla uh and I think did for most of the Godzilla movies that followed uh yeah his music really oh, made uh the so 54 good. movie uh excellent as well the theme for godzilla is just so iconic and um watching it uh with my kid today and i was like man i know this theme and i it's like it's just Mm. been rattling in my head just from years of i guess pop culture yeah uh, it's just it's so good and makes me want to actually buy like a copy of it (laughs) just so i can have it playing um yeah 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 fun weird trivia is um godzilla like the movie godzilla that theme is, I think, the six. It's in the top twenty um, songs that have been sampled in hip hop. Huh. 
I yeah, can like see that. Specifically, the Godzilla, like the music from Godzilla, is so scored. Well, it is badass. Um, so I gotta, yeah. <laughs> I gotta admit. I will, I will add one more parenting thing to uh, watching Godzilla with my with my kid is that because it's subtitled, I got to talk as everyone, and every time they had someone on a on a radio or something, I got to do the old old timey like reporter like thirties <laughs> voice. Yeah, the nineteen thirties voice. Yeah. It was so much Action. fun. It was so much fun because uh, Cat can only read so much, but it goes by really fast. So yeah. I was yeah. like, I have to read this for you, or you're not going to know yeah. what's going on. Oh, you don't do what a lot. I, do, I, I pause every time and I read, and then I. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me seven hour. hours to watch a movie. I just throw one more factoid out. Um, so I looked it up, and I don't know the exact details. So you have to look it up yourself. But the sound effect for Godzilla's roar originally they wanted to take uh, you know actual animal sounds, and they ran that through a bunch of you know processes, and it didn't work. And the composer actually was the one who did something with like he greased up some strings on some instrument and made that like and just made that sound. And it was that's a contrabass. originally yes, there it is, contrabass. Yes, and it came from that. So. So anyway, yeah. So the composer was also uh, uh, integral to the uh, the iconic uh, roar of Godzilla. Hey, McMaster, look that uh, music for film and television. It's in here. It's in here still. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Go figures. Something nice job, useful, McMaster. I guess. I guess that one little bit. Um, so let's go into the monster verse, which is Legendary's uh, newer take on these classic uh, monster movie or movie monsters. Um, it started in 2014 with Godzilla, and it opened up the world to King Kong, um, King Kong uh, Skull uh, Island. Kong Skull Island. Yeah. yeah, Skull Island from 2017. Godzilla King of Monsters, which was in 2019, and then this year is Godzilla versus Kong, which came out last week. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the the first one, uh, Godzilla 2014. Do you guys <clears throat> remember seeing it? What were your initial reactions? Go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I saw it with I one remember, of you guys. I'm, I remember I'm, when like the trailer first arrived and I just got really giddy and really crazy about it because like, first of all, it was the first Godzilla movie that like was looked like they were trying to take a new spin on things. And well, I was didn't like, have Matthew so Broderick. Really cool. Yeah. No yeah. Matthew Broderick. Thank God. And uh, it, like it, I just also just like it showed very small snippets. And I remember they did that scene, Eric, you know, the scene that the, the jump, and everything the halo like they showed jump. that the halo jump in the trailer and i was like the sound like that i love that like the play of the sound and the cinematography of it where you just hear like the breathing from inside the tube and you just see like glimpses through like this shadowy cloud of like this giant tail and this giant like body moving through and stuff and that's all they gave you that yeah. first trailer that sure the first teasers was just like that little stuff and you're like what the fuck oh shit the so team thought, leader is played by the guy from letter kenny <laughs> I when I was watching the movie, I took a screenshot. Okay. That's so <laughs> random. I don't know, man. I just like that's, like that guy just popped up. Cool. They filmed now. a lot that's of it in right. Vancouver. So yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that's, Vancouver, a friend of the show, uh, one of our friends, Will, designed the Halo jump. Like it was his idea to do the Halo jump, and he did the whole a, thing. It's a really good scene. Yeah, it's, he, it's probably it's honestly one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. It's like, my favorite I, scene. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That and I just love the the receding of like the water, like the tsunami water kind of like flooding the town and then receding away. And just that shot of the, like the lights, the flares, and you just see that giant massive body walk by. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. 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 That's my that, favorite scene. And then, 
Yeah, it's funny because those trailers, you're like, you're sitting there like, oh, Godzilla's gonna tear some shit up. Oh, Brian Cranston's in here. He's gonna, he's gonna whoop some oh, ass. And Brian, <laughs> and then Quicksilver oh, and um and Wait, Scarlet Witch is also Scarlet is Witch. also there, and they're married. That's sort of weird. Um, but, <laughs> well, that was before Age yeah, of Ultron, though. It was yeah. a year, yeah. became yeah. a year before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. So well, it was weirder to see them as brother and sister after they just yeah, played married couple. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, um, so twenty fourteen was actually a really interesting movie. They they did a more human aspect of it, like like we had said earlier. Um, it was more focused on Brian Cranston's character. I can't remember the name. And initially, initially, it was until, not. It was not. Yeah, it was. He was the he was the focus for the first ten minutes, and then. It wasn't a little bit longer, and then he died, and you're like, I guess we're shifting focus to the sun now. But I mean, I really yeah. think he does such a good job making you invested in that film. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's he, he did. Is, yeah, like yeah. you're so, like he's just he's a very powerful. Short I missed him. I missed him after he left, though, boy. But yeah, anyway, sorry. Exactly. Go ahead. No, no, that's true. Yeah. That's that's like the... when I when I went to see <laughs> King of Monsters, whatever, two years ago. I was like, "Where's Brian?" Cr oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he died. Yeah, because yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, the scene where he dies is like that, but he he plays such an important role to set up that whole film. It was such yeah. a shitty yeah. death too. He died on like a what a, a yeah like a bridge a fall. scaffolding. Yeah, stuff. and yeah. just falls, and that's the last you see of him. Yeah, shattered. So if this were you know if this were Game of Thrones, he could still be out there. Yeah, <laughs> I think, no I think body. The, oh, God. I think the worst part about these movies is that um, because each movie has a different main person, like mm. you lose that connectedness right you don't, mm, you don't yeah, really feel sure. as attached like i think that's the worst part of these monster movies like sure. i understand yeah. skull island happens in the past and yeah that that makes sense like you i guess you could have those characters old later but that doesn't really matter mm -hmm. um but not having a character that goes through all the way through just seems like a waste <laughs> of connection that you could build and they sure. could have done that with sure. any of the scientists in there right like, well yeah. ken watanabe yeah. is in is the closest two, thing that we yeah. have that because he's, he's in Godzilla yeah. and he's in King of Monsters. Yeah. And now yeah. we have uh, uh, Kyle Billy. Chandler. Kyle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's in the last two. Yeah, but oh, and yeah, and we'll um, Eleven, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, that's who. Millie Bobby so, Brown. Millie, yeah, Millie, Bobby Millie, Brown. Millie, yeah, Bobby Brown. That's but right. really, like, there, I had yeah. no connection with her in the last film. Um, no, no, let's go. And, no. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll stay in the first one. Yeah. What'd you think of the first one? I, I don't know. I can't agree. Like 2014, I, it's not, it's people always harp on the fact that there was not enough monster. And I don't know that that's really the issue. It's that after Cranston dies, I don't give a shit about those characters because the soldier and the wife characters, like it's one of those situations where the movie wants you to care about them, mm -hmm. but I don't care. And they're yeah. always just kind of there when it matters, but they don't actually matter. That's a major difference that, uh, uh, 54 Godzilla proved to me because I cared about those characters and the decisions they made at the end. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to ruin the movie, but the decisions those characters make and the, the relationships that they have actually matter up to the end. Whereas whatever the fuck those guys, like the soldier did and the wife did, I don't care. It wouldn't have affected anything. Who no. cares? It's That's also a very 2014. It's a very American, Americanized thing too, because the American they always focus on like soldiers and science, like yeah. maybe not even so much scientists, sure, sure. but it's very military oriented. Yeah, in sure, the U.S. Sure. versions of the movies, there's no bureaucracy, there's no government. It's just like a here's a general, and, and he's fine. in charge of everything. Like here, here's a ground soldier. He's somehow going to be 
super important to this whole movie, even though realistically, how the hell could he affect anything? Because there's two giant monsters that are fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's that's the problem is that they tried to insert these humans in, but I don't think they really mattered in the end. And mm-hmm. I couldn't make that leap that the movie really wanted me to make. Whereas in the 54 version, I was like, okay, these people are actually important to the plot. So I mean, that was the yeah. that was the thing that didn't work in 2014. In the, the 2014 one, Kickass does do something super important to the to the Muto eggs, though. Like that's real. That is kind of important, even though we do see Mutos in future movies. So we, they're obviously not all gone. Sure. The yeah, the only they, um, sorry, the only person I really cared about in those in that first movie after Brian Cranston died was Ken Watanabe, and he yeah, never really. Yeah. Yeah, got he didn't to do shine like he, he he did a scientist thing and then he sort of took a back seat he does get the, the best line in the film though yes yeah. yes right yeah let them fight yeah let them fight yeah that was the that was literally probably the best part of the why they hired him for me. that's why they hired him <laughs> yeah. yeah just say it Sorry. in your low rumble voice yeah let them fight. Let them fight. hawk yeah. sir you were gonna say something i think i cut you off Oh, I can't even remember what I was going to say. I know, uh, it I had to do with it, uh, with Aaron Taylor Johnson and that, and the kind of the whole American angle and that, trying to make them look important in that by having them do something like incredibly like you know dangerous in that, uh, you know, with the Halo jump. I don't even remember why they had to do it that way. <laughs> I there's no remember. other way to insert into the area. Right. Was that's that all. Yeah. That's all. Helicopter. Yeah, helicopter. they don't want to send a helicopter in because it'll get knocked down. Plus, there's EMPs and stuff like that. So if they do a halo jump, the the aircraft will be outside of EMP range, and because it's a high altitude lope, so I don't know why they have to do a low opening. It doesn't have to be a halo. Like it could have just been a hey ho jump, which is a high altitude high opening. But <laughs> right. but they they do it that they do a halo jump because it. I mean, it looks badass. And also, halo sounds cooler. Yeah, they had to it be does, seen yes, doing something yeah. and and being badass while they were doing it. it I, I mean, the halo was, jumps are to avoid radar usually and stuff like that. But if weather conditions are bad, which it probably I don't. In this case, it probably was because if you can't see where you're gonna fall, especially in the city with large buildings. Mm-hmm. So I don't know stuff I, like I, that. I, I wonder as well, like we saw a lot of destruction in 2014, but there were no ramifications for it. Like yeah, the, the thing about Godzilla 33 is that we, or 54, <laughs> King Kong was 33, was that we saw a lot of the, the destruction and all the people like suffering from it. And yeah. it felt more yeah. real as, as for people. Well, it's an American yeah. audience yeah. and it's for PG 13, right? So there's basically no dead bodies. There's a scene where they're running from the tsunami and there's a street full of people and the water comes and then you just see no people. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. if that were, if that movie wanted to take more risks, there would be bodies in that water. Like it would have been <laughs> yeah. horrific. Yeah. A lot of this is going to come back. in I think the last movie, but yeah, we can talk about that more in the last one, but I agree. Yeah. Like what, what, what Hawk was saying. It's like, it's one of those things where like, when you think about the movie, you're like, wait, why were those people even there? Uh, oh, okay. I guess there was a reason, but at the end of the day, it didn't really matter. Well, uh, in, in this movie, their own relevance. Yeah. it's because yeah. they're trying yeah. to stop a nuke that they gave to a monster to <laughs> lure it, right? So that they don't nuke San Francisco, which yeah, they're going to, they're trying to kill them up. Like, well, I don't know. Yeah, hey, it's just making up stuff to make them important, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, I'm pretty sure this uh, this comment is for you from Vocal Tomes in, oh, uh, in the chat. It, she wrote, I didn't see Master Chief, so it wasn't a real Halo jump. <laughs> Why would that be for me? Because you, you love films. the puns. You love the puns. I'm so actually. I just realized oh. I'm wearing a Metal Gear Solid shirt and Metal Gear Solid Three. You do a Halo jump mm. in the opening I, credits. I'm wearing a, a a crust of the or the the layers of the Earth because we're gonna talk about the inner Earth stuff later. Nice. Um, Ooh, also, because it's long sleeve and it's cold in my basement. Um, any other Thank final you, thoughts on, on Godzilla? I've had, I've had a lot of sake. 
I'm having Saki now. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Godzilla 24? I think the music actually, like the theme that carries on through the series, the Godzilla, like I think they did a good job with the theme for the for the yeah. new. I thought Godzilla. it was shot really well. I thought the music was good, the special yeah. effects, well, yeah. but the for, story for, was just yeah. Yeah, well, for me, like for me, I've always like as a kid, the first time I ever saw a Godzilla movie, I just cared that it was a giant monster destroying things, and. I think that still holds true for me to this day. I will say this about every one of these movies that we talk about. I don't give a shit what happens in the movie as long as I see giant monsters fucking shit up. And ultimately, that's the only reason I'm giving my money over to these things is because that's what I want to see. <laughs> um, but I also just really loved, like, I, I, a lot of people didn't like it, but I loved the Godzilla redesign. I loved yes. the hustle, oh, sure. yeah. like oh, And he's way Godzilla. bigger. Yeah, he's no, yeah, he's I love his design. But that's like, important. Yeah, for sure. But but one yeah. of the things that like some people were like, oh man, it looks like uh, Godzilla needs to lay off the uh, the you know the burgers. Ho ho ho. But I'm like, always, if you were a creature, of, but like a creature that size, you would need so much more girth, like so much more, like you would need to be able to support all that weight. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like the the stupid one with uh, with Matthew, Matthew Broderick. That's a lot of things. Uh, fucking hated that Godzilla. So yeah. much. It's something they, yeah. they screw yeah. up a lot in creature design is that the larger the creature gets, the more things just hang off of it. Like look at an elephant. Like thing like you, yeah. you're just hanging yeah. off of it because there's yeah. no skeletal support structure there. So Godzilla yeah. has to just be like this bulky mass if it's gonna have the muscle to move two hundred thousand tons or whatever it weighs. Yeah. Well, especially because Godzilla's yeah. typically it's an underwater creature. Yeah. Like he's yeah. underwater. So think of how deep he would have to be to just stay underwater. To be svelte. He'd need no. He just need the layers of fat and whatnot to keep him alive yeah. in like subarctic. Yeah, because something that, that big, if it were all muscle, it would bleed heat so quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he needs the space so that he can have the air to rise. Right, like he needs that mm -hmm. space. Um, yeah, and also just store up his design. atomic breath. Right, that's fair. Yeah. No, oh, I love that. Design that design good. was so good. <laughs> um, no good. matter what, like yeah. the thing I was most impressed about is that they stuck with the original design from 54 and that, you know, yeah. that was, a, yeah. that was yeah. the biggest, like it really resembles that, that. that 90s, the 96 version. And that was, oh. a, well, we're going to try something a little different. Oh. It did, just didn't it's work. Worst, worst thing level. Ever. Um, I'm going to posit this question to you guys. Pause it. Um, Ooh, fancy. So, so Pacific Rim came out the year before. Yeah. And Ooh. I remember loving that film and the monsters and stuff. Would, would Godzilla have hit, bigger if that film didn't come out I, or at least be compared yes. as much like it got compared a lot at that time yeah i yeah. sincerely i if pacific rim hadn't come out the year before i think that the problem is pacific rim was a great was a phenomenal great giant monster movie and like, like you guys have said it was all action all the time so then when you have godzilla come out the year after that's you know dealing with a lot of interpersonal relations with not as much action and monster People are like, yeah, remember last year when Pacific Rim came out and it was all monsters all the time? So it kind of threw off, it threw off a bit of the pop people would have had for that Godzilla film if Pacific Rim hadn't come out the year before. Because then people were like, we're going to see giant monsters all the time and it's going to be awesome. And then you didn't. And people are like, well, that's bullshit. And we didn't have Idris Elba screaming about canceling the apocalypse, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, uh, also great. Well, like, we got to let them Idris fight. Elba. Yeah, but it's yeah. Not, it doesn't hit the same. Uh, if it survived a little bit longer, it would have been good. <laughs> when, when, when Pacific Rim came out, though, I remember like I got super jazzed, and I loved it. I loved Pacific Rim. But it, all it did was 
make me long for the days of Godzilla. I wanted right. Godzilla. Yeah. And then the next year, Godzilla was announced. And I was like, thank you. I'm getting everything I ever wanted. <laughs> yeah. I remember when those movies. So I, I, I'd seen Pacific Rim. Like I went with like, I think six of my friends or seven of my friends opening night to see Pacific Rim. We loved it. And then the next year I went with some of the same, maybe not the same friends, but a bunch of people. And we went and saw Godzilla and they went, ah, I needed more monsters. So we went back to someone's house and we watched Pacific Rim. They're like, oh, this movie, this movie's way better. And I'm like, it's, yeah. it's because you get monsters in the first five minutes. It's not a better movie. It's yeah. just, it just hits different, but no, I agree. Yeah. I, I think the, I think the second Pacific Rim and the second Godzilla movie, just as a segue, were better. <laughs> Uh, because they just balanced all those things a little bit better. Yeah, sure, fine. Pacific Ring 1 had a lot of monsters right out of the gate. But frankly, I think they kind of dicked around with a lot of other weird plot stuff that didn't really yeah. really matter. And I think the second one was a little bit tighter. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, King of Monsters, which we'll get to very soon, I thought was uh, mm -hmm. had a better balance uh, as well. Pacific anyway, Rim had the balls to do everything in daylight too. Like sure, they had, fair. they were like... Yes. I was it uh, Michael B. Jordan was like, no, 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 we're going to do it or not. No, I've got that wrong. Some there's someone else. But they were like, we're going to do this all in daylight instead mm -hmm. of because all these movies are all at night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier for for if you watch Corridor Crew, it's easier to to yeah. model things yeah, of and course. have the shadows and all that stuff. But well, the entire you can, you can scene hide is CGI. Shots, yeah. Hide yeah. Falls, yeah. Um, yeah. Pacific Rim was directed by Guillermo del Toro, if that's who you're wondering. Mm -hmm. Um so let's move on to the next. Oh, wait, there was a question about the music. The music was done by Alexander Desplat uh, for the original 2014 Godzilla. Um, he's a wonderful composer. He's done like um, Argo and a bunch of other things. I can't remember right now. But um, let's move on to the next one in this series, which is Kong Skull Island, which we didn't really know if it was going to connect. But we sort of had inklings because it was legendary. Um, and this is the movie where they actually started talking about Monarch, which is a sort of, I want to say secret society, but not really, because they're more no. like a government organization this time where they study mm. monsters. Um, this movie is set in the past, uh, way before Godzilla had happened and takes place on Skull Island. And it doesn't actually, um, mirror the original 33 King Kong film. If we Not wanted a mirror film. of the 33 one, you can check out Peter Jackson's 2005 uh, mm -hmm. extra long version of the film. <sighs> I like that. I have the collector's edition. <laughs> I have the collector's yeah. edition as well. Yeah. <laughs> My intention was to like go through like all these movies, which I, I had actually not, I have not seen the Peter Jackson uh, King Kong. It's not bad. But I will say. It's not awful. Yeah. Kong mm. Skull Island, which I remember when the trailers came out and I didn't know it was connected to Godzilla at that time. I didn't like the marketing for it, so I actually missed it. So I did mm -hmm. just watch it, and I love this movie. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this movie. And I actually would argue that, yes, it's not an exact mirror of the plot line, because I know 2005 actually does basically tell the exact same story as the 33 mm -hmm. version. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think it still picks up enough of the important beats of mm -hmm. uh, the original the movie. Yeah. 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 And um, it's it's a little bit smarter about it, and it gets into the action really uh, like really quickly. I was really surprised by Kong Skull, and I really liked it. It's probably mm -hmm. my favorite out of the four. It's absolutely my favorite out of these, yeah. Um, yeah. So this this takes place where there's a bunch of um, uh, American scientists and fighter pilots and soldiers go to Kong Island, and they have to escape, pretty much. Um, that's sort of yeah. the gist of this movie, mm -hmm. and. 
like the cast i thought was amazing sam jackson choose the fucking scenery so well this movie he's such a good antagonist (laughs) and the fact that he had him they had tom hiddleston brie larson john John goodman John c riley john goodman yeah john c riley oh yeah like oh, this cat, I yeah. love he's so, John C. Perfectly cast. so much. He's so good at playing like the barely holding it together guy who's been on this island for what thirty Forever. years, forty years. Like, yeah, yeah. Just... But it like it's it's I love it because like it's slightly funny. Like he is he is funny, but it's not Ooh. he's not trying to be ridiculous. He's not being yeah. Will Ferrell in a in a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's funny because it's just John C. Rowell being like, Yeah, I was I've been on this island for a long time. What, what are you guys talking about? Like, like <laughs> yeah, it's really well cast. Just, that scene where you're he meets fun. a bunch of the Marines and he's like, You're a bunch of good boys. We're all gonna die together. And yeah, yeah, I love like, it. Like a love guy shit out of them. But to <laughs> him, he's just like, This is just another day on Skull Island for me. Yeah. It's so good. I feel like I cared about these characters more than any of yeah. the other casts. Yeah. Any yeah. of them. Um, well, yeah. see, I but I didn't though. Like I I found Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston to be kind of just forgettable to me. Sam Jackson, I was 100% there for. John C. Riley, 100% there for. Mm-hmm. Even the indigenous people, I was 100% there for. But Brie yeah. Larson and Tom Hiddleston, I was like, meh. Like they, were, they were not bad. By no means were they bad. I just didn't care. I 100% thought that Tom Hiddleston was going to be the younger version of Charles Dance's characters in the later movies. Oh, mm, okay. Yeah, I was kind of curious about those connections because I, I had missed Skull Island. I had watched Godzilla and King of Monsters, but I didn't know Skull Island was connected. No. So only because of all of this, like today, that I did I watched it. And no one, unfortunately. I was like, oh, they should have I mean, they yeah, tease he's going to fight Godzilla at the end of Skull Island, don't they? Uh, sort of. Kind of. Well, kind of. they reveal they reveal that monarch, monarch is, is aware, yeah, aware mm-hmm. of all yeah. the other monsters. And then know. even in King yeah. of Monsters, they they're like, hey, look, there's a file on uh, what a Titus Kong or something, Titus Maximus Kong or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so, um, anyway, um, I think let's go back to this film and then talk about Kong itself because I feel like Kong as a character feels more realized than in any other previous mm-hmm. version that we've seen him yep. um I he agree. also moves more like an a- an ape and he's more mm-hmm. vicious and all the actions that he does is just like his his so mocap was done by toby <laughs> kebble who also was in the planet of the apes films mm-hmm. and nice. toby kebble also has a, a nor like a, a normal actor role in this film as well yeah he he's was also the, uh dr doom was he not yeah <laughs> uh, yeah he was ben wow. yeah. yeah yeah oh really yeah, yeah. that's him yeah yeah, oh was, damn! Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I've I, seen that whole movie, so I kind of forgot. No, mm-hmm. no, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. no, it's no. A, oh, I have so many. We'll talk. That's about not stick another day. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that. Whole other we'll talk boy. about that if and when we ever get Fantastic Four in the current Marvel universe. Yeah, because then we can talk yeah, about yeah, the yeah, Roger yeah, Corman yeah. one. Right? Retrospective yeah. on that series. Roger Corman one is so good. The whole series. <laughs> we can talk about that. We can yeah. talk about old Captain America when he throws. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. With the whole season of Arrested oh, Development man. where they're trying to develop the musical. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, um, okay let's say he, he was also in, uh, Toby Campbell was also in Warcraft, which is a wonderful film. And anyone who it says it's not good, it's not good, it's wrong. It's good. Um, <laughs> also in Spartacus, I believe. Uh, not Spartacus. Uh, no, not Spartacus. Sorry. Um, what's the one with ben the chair? Ben Hur. Ben Hur. That's it. Yes. Yeah, he played Ben Hur. I didn't um, watch the new Ben Hur. He was in the new Ben Hur. It was not good. That was too bad. Poor guy. Yeah, sorry. Um, He'll be so- redeemed in the MCU one day. One yeah. day. It, yeah, why not? Um, so what did you guys think of Kong as the actual ape, as the actual person? Or I love it. Ape. I think he, he's he's Great. so good in this film. He has 
Like he, he seems like an animal, but he's got just enough and you know, like a fucking ape. Like they're smart. They're smart animals. They have a, a, an amount of humanity to them. Like you can, mm-hmm. but they're scary as shit because they'll rip your face off. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a big part about how his parents were killed by the skull crawlers. Like the, you know, the kind of the secondary villain of the film. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, there's like all these goes. forces that are going against each other. And you can see like how sad he is that he's got, like, there's no one like he's this loner. He's got, He's this monster who doesn't have a family, and that kind of separates him from all the other monsters. Like, if we've seen Godzilla, you're like, oh, Godzilla's a loner. The, like, even the Mutos get, like, a family. But Godzilla, or uh, sorry, Kong is just like, he's got no one. So when he, mm-hmm. and then you show up to his island, you attack him. Of course, he's mm-hmm. mad. And the second somebody's just like, hey, man, it's cool. He's like, all right, we're cool. Like, yeah. he, he, you can interact <laughs> with this character where you can't interact with Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And this, so you, the, like, monster in this movie is way more... You can you can you empathize way better in, mm-hmm. in which is good because that's what you're supposed to do with King Kong, yeah. like in the original one too. Yeah, right? you're supposed yeah. to feel for him. So they did yeah, a good job. True. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. Yep, yep. Really, I totally I, I, agree. It's just it's a good movie, and I just think like out of all of these, like it's the one that we can just be like, yep, perfect. Let's keep going. It's so it's good. good. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A good, it's a good movie. Like I watched a- it. I wanted to watch it again. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I really, I was surprised by that movie. I really liked it. I would like to see more Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson in in John C. Riley and all like just more adventures for mm-hmm. those characters. Mm-hmm. Totally something. Yeah, I would love to know what they were doing after. Like we had a post credit scene saying that they're like yeah, Monarch was Monarch. they go to work for Monarch, right? So yeah, exactly. maybe that'll come up in the Loki like an X Files type thing, like with the <laughs> Agent Wu in Marvel. Um, Let's move on to the 2019. We got a two-year break, um, and we got Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which uh, not only brought back Godzilla, but also brought back Mothra, uh, King Ghidorah, and... Rodan. 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 Rodan Rodan was not really in this movie. And, like, the behemoth and some other stuff that's kind of... It also introduced us to the Inner Earth. Inner Earth! Um, Which I thought was one of the really cool aspects of the film. What did you guys think of this uh, 2019 film? Good movie. Uh, much better than 2014, in my opinion, because I think it balanced the importance of the humans and their decision making and their impact uh, and influence on the monsters uh, with the monster fighting. And yeah, okay, obviously we can say there's more monster fighting, but that's actually not really uh, that's not really what's important. I think the relevance of the humans is what bothered me about the 2014 movie. So yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. I liked uh, King of Monsters a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I I was very excited to see King Godira there like that. He was fucking awesome. Yeah, the, the, the CG on him was fucking amazing. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, like like such a uh, such a pivotable like pivotable. Mm. Eh, I can't speak right now. He's just such a pivotal. Eh, I still can't do it. Pivotal. 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 Thank you. Thank you. I'm tired. This is usually my bedtime now. Oh, I feel <laughs> I'm working early now. Um, but like yeah, like such a good villain and just like it's so iconic and like they, they made him perfect. Like they, they didn't, they didn't fuck with the design. They didn't suddenly say, you know what? He needs other arms or other legs. Like, fuck no, he's got wings and that's it. And fucking legs. I love how brutal he was when he, when we first see him, like comes out of the ice and just fucking decimates everything. Oh man. Lightning strikes fucking everywhere. Oh God. Again, this is, this is what I want. I want monsters. Mm -hmm. I want Fucking giant monsters destroying shit, and this was yeah. that big so game that delivered. Even Mothra seemed <laughs> like true. a badass when you first met. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Like, she fuck? fucks up Rodan too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought Moffat yeah. was totally going to be like kind of meek and just be like, like fluttering around or anything. No, you fucking. Like, like, no, she literally fuck floats like a butterfly and stings, stings like a bee. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Any other thoughts? Matt Moore, Steve. Huh? Uh, like I said, I, I that King of the Monsters was exactly what I was hoping it would be. Uh, and again, the day it's the time that they took to make the monsters look right. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they took the sources from the original Toho films and they just, they updated them. They used the CG to make those monsters look fucking real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is the testament to the skill of the studio. Cause they're like, we want these to look, ex- they, you want to be able to look at that and go, I know exactly which monster that is out of the gate. No question mark. But let's make them terrifying, and I I'm here for that. Steve Huck, yep. uh, I I enjoyed this film. Uh, I still couldn't connect with the human element of it. No, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was re- it was really hard, especially when you take a guy like Charles Dance and you present him as the villain of <laughs> the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's hardly in it. I think Ooh. that was just because the other monster verse with the, the, the Dracula stuff didn't work out because he was in Dracula Untold and he was supposed to be this whole long running thing. Oh, no. so said, what if we put him in <laughs> in the Godzilla franchise? So instead oh, of him I, going like and whatever begins, now he has like a new tagline in I this one. I can't believe you brought Dark Universe into this. Oh my <laughs> the, god. The, the, the Dooku? The Dooku universe? Oh my god. Wow. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, by... by Pretty much before the third act, his whole motive in in the film became irrelevant. No, he's uh, just he's a bad guy. Yeah, because yeah. he started yeah, as I'm guy. an environmentalist and we need to re- eliminate humanity, and then he goes, "Ah, fuck it! I'll, I'll just the whole world. Who cares if it if it gets <laughs> too late now? Can't stop it! Yeah, is that what? Yeah. What what are you I've been fighting for 30 years to stop, yeah. you know, humans and now this new creature is going to accelerate climate change. Ah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what a boomer I, attitude. Like what? <laughs> I I was going to say it's it's really sad because it started off really strong with the humans because we saw yeah. them experiencing the original Godzilla attack and like there's all this loss. Uh they lose a son. Like I'm sitting there I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to get invested with these characters." And then nope. I actually no. didn't. I don't like the three leads in this film. They're the no. least interesting characters they to me. They all suck. I like, suck. hey, I made a device and I'm going to like betray my husband or ex-husband or whatever and like endanger my daughter so I can join evil Greenpeace. Oh, they're really bad. So I'll just. <laughs> what? What are you talking Greenpeace. about? And then she's like, like the scene so good. in Antarctica when she's like, oh, like she tells her husband to run. Like you basically just almost murdered your husband. You almost mm-hmm. killed your daughter and yourself so you can release. You don't even know what's going to happen. Like, that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You changed my like, opinion of this movie. Yes. No, I don't I like these characters. Now. No, yeah, but, the human element terrible. This, this yeah, is, wow. again, one of those situations where I just look at it and I'm like, I don't like I, I don't care about these characters. I mm-hmm. didn't expect to care about these characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I don't care about these characters. I'm not yeah. here for them. I'm here for the three-headed gold dragon that shoots <laughs> fucking lightning. Yeah. But the that problem is the problem best then, part. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but King Godira, they really stayed true to him in that. Because yeah. um, did, you, did you guys watch those Netflix uh, Godzilla movies that came out, the animated ones? No, yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like, I love the whole kind of mythology They're- about uh, Ghidorah. You know, yeah. an alien that that you know manifests itself on Earth and that, and it was just it was an unnatural. Titan. Is it connected to these films or is it separate? I think it's its own separate thing. Yeah, yeah. 
but it but it i mean there's there's some um artistic elements that are similar between the two mm-hmm. between yeah. them yeah some I, themes I, especially about how uh, how like how uh, the environment kind of you know radiates up underneath godzilla he's almost like a, a change engine yeah, so, yeah mm. to bring nature back into balance well they do yeah. talk about um how the titans are here to heal the earth and i think mm-hmm. it's safe to say that we all adora Ghidorah. Um, thank you, Brittany, oh, for that one. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> oh, um, thank you, Brittany. Took a D8 psychic damage. <laughs> um, um, I thought another interesting part of this movie is that they started bringing in the mythology of the older Godzilla films. Like they mm-hmm. had the twin scientists, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Irene Chen and Dr. Ling, come back. Although it's sort of strange in this movie because they don't really mention it and there's just sort of two yeah. same actors with different haircuts um, i wonder if there's a, a cut for china that might be slightly different because didn't tencent have a stake in some of these films as well i'm not sure i might be wrong i yeah, don't know it's true. no 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 it is true tencent is involved with those films but i don't know that china would care about that reference as a mothra reference right so yeah. i don't yeah i don't know i'm not a really I'm not an expert in uh, kaiju. So. I feel like that was more just like an Easter egg for fans where it's like, yeah. if you know, yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, especially because they didn't really make a deal out of it in the film at all. And that's one of those, if they were going to make it significant, they would have been like, look at this thing. Like, they Well, that's what I mean. Sunk. Cause like Marvel shoots entire different scenes sometimes yeah, for stuff true. in China. That's true. So yeah. I just didn't know if something like that happened here. I, I no, no, that's actually a good point because I would add that uh, the one thing that was weak about uh, Kong Skull Island was that uh, Chinese actress that they added in because like every time they had her do a line, it was just like I was rolling my eyes and like, oh my god, this is just for the Chinese audience. Like she's so mm-hmm. brutal. Like she's got no character. She's just in here just to legitimize like access to China as, as a yeah. movie. A lot of her, like she shot basically on her own or, ex- or except with like one other scientist. So a lot of her stuff, you feel like it could kind of be cut a certain way as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. yeah. So in King of Monsters, it's, it's quite possible that maybe that character had more, but Maybe, yeah. I know. Here's something that I just found out, and I didn't realize it. Um, there's a character played by Joe Morton, who's, you know, the, you know, from Terminator 2 yeah, yeah, or Cyborg's yeah. dad. Right. Um, oh, okay. Yes. He like plays a scientist. <laughs> yeah, I realized when I watched Tyson. this movie, I was like, God damn, he's a scientist in every fucking movie because he was the scientist <laughs> in Terminator 2, wasn't he? And, yeah. and Snyder. Yeah. Um, and just like, so he's in, I think. he's in this movie and he plays Dr. Houston Brooks, who was a character in Skull Island, that's Corey um, Hawkins. Oh, is, oh shit! Character. Oh, he is the same guy. I so, wonder okay. if the, some of those characters carry. Okay, okay, cool. So there's. So I don't there's think there's they fucking mention that. I don't even remember them Why saying his fuck... name. In no, the movie. no, no. I'm pretty no, sure they just go, Doctor. You need to take a look at this. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, I got the characters mixed up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. I was wondering where that connection was, but uh, yeah, it's weird. They were trying to build this monster verse, and they didn't do it as mm-hmm. I think elaborately. I um, I really feel like, especially leading up, like with just up to King of Monsters, I think it's one of those that they were probably were they were creating the universe but they didn't want to go you don't want to go all in because if the movies bomb that's the friend they're just going to can the franchise it's not like we're investing in an eight movie franchise and then they're just taking their time they're like we're only as good as this movie and if something goes wrong you don't want to have a bunch of east like stuff setting up the next movie if there isn't going to be a next movie but they knew that con versus godzilla was supposed to be the like this is the fourth one supposed to be the last one yeah so they knew that they weren't going to do any more. 
I don't know. This whole like everybody trying to jump on the MCU bandwagon is hilarious, mm-hmm. right? Because you brought up the Dark Universe, which utterly failed, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I think Restore the Dark right. Universe. Yeah. Hashtag. No. We're on the third attempt, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think they've decided, you know, Invisible Man, let's just go off in its own direction now. Who cares? Yeah, it's just going to never get made. Yeah, it was good. It was good, exactly. But it's mm-hmm. like Shazam. It's just like, yeah, fuck the DCU. Let's just do our yeah. thing, right? At this point. <laughs> exactly. Joker, sorry. But Matt is right. Yeah, at this point, I think he, yeah, they didn't really know whether it was going to, pl- like, actually materialize. So mm-hmm. they probably didn't make the connections as tight as they could. Yeah. It's yeah. unfortunate they didn't have at least... Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch come back in this film to at least add some more <laughs> continuity. I don't remember their name. They, they were busy. They were washing their hair that night with all their Marvel money. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, so good. Scarlet Witch maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Aaron Tyler Johnson got paid pretty well for being like a ensemble in Age of Ultron. And he was kick ass. Like and he was kick ass and kick ass mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Just Hamilton, man. He's dead to me. Did he? <laughs> no, yes. he no, he didn't. It was McLovin that shit on Hamilton. I yeah. thought Aaron Daly well, Johnson was the one. Was no, no, no ATJ was, was ATJ yeah. loved Hamilton. It was uh, McLovin that was being a dick in the city the no entire time. Way. Okay, and yeah, isn't and isn't allowed in like five restaurants in the city uh, anymore because right. of his behavior. Did I, I not tell you that Taylor I served Johnson. him when I worked at the Sheridan Hotel as a bartender? No. Yeah. I, I served McLovin and he was a fucking dickhole, man. Yeah. Wow. He, liter- he literally he literally was a douchebag the entire time ordering Jack and Cokes. Yo, man, can I get a Jack and Coke? Jack and Coke. And like he was there because they were filming or whatever. All of the mm-hmm. other cast members were there too. They were all very sweet, very nice people. And they kept like like dropping their head like this. And like they were embarrassed because he was, wow. he was running the show. He was being a dick and he was barking Shit. orders at all of us. And then we like we served them food and drink for hours and at the end of it he's like i got this you guys and he like writes it to his room or whatever but he tipped fucking nothing fucking oh nothing he's no. yeah. some shit who's trying to act like a big shot <laughs> tipped nothing at all and wow. then and he one of the even other guys the bill. one of the other guys who was a definitely like more of a supporting character there and mm. or whatever he came up, apologized on behalf of fucking McLovin, and then slipped us money himself because oh. he felt fucking bad. Oh, like that, I mean, that kid is a piece of him. fucking garbage. Wow. Oh, what movie I'm was glad that? His career is fucking that was Kickass. Kickass. Kick-ass. That was Kickass. Kick-ass? Yeah, they filmed okay. it in Hamilton. Yeah, I okay. apologize, Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's part of the reason oh, why they no. didn't come back to Hamilton to shoot the second one because there was so much bad blood with the entire service industry in the city because he, they've wow. been so difficult. And the fact that after that, when he was getting interviewed, he shit on the city. Ooh, yeah, uh, well, he's a piece uh, of fucking dirt. Yeah. Well, at least That's we know also that- That's also why he hasn't done he's, anything since Mick he's also too. He's also quite possibly the smallest human being I've ever seen. Like, he's just yeah. like, like he is tiny, not just not just short. Like I've met short people and everything. That's not had nothing to do. With, like he is so skinny and small, but then because of his douchey demeanor, he appears as such a small person. I I, I have nothing but contempt for this. Is he shorter than I me? I don't like him. He's five seven and a half according to Damn it, he's uh, Google. Just barely. But he doesn't. He doesn't feel tall. He doesn't feel like. Honestly, it's like I mean, the way he presents average, himself. Exactly. You're just like you are a, a worthless thing somehow and isn't he uh, in the how to train your dragon show wasn't that like a is that no that's not him that's um the guy from popular mechanics jay barrett yeah jay barrett 
I like him. He's, no, awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. You he understand awesome. there's actually, more did, than one character. I in worked, on a, I worked on a movie with him too. And he was actually a pretty cool guy. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. Oh, what were we talking about? That was a good tangent. Well, we, someone clipped that in Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> we, the, um, were, we were talking about. Wasn't my last loving. rant about Godzilla? It was. My last it was. Rant was it was. In the fucking movie theater, and that son of a bitch was le- Oh, I'm still mad. <laughs> Ruined my Godzilla experience. There was um, a if, storm brewing. Wow. If you haven't heard uh, Marcus's. Uh, Godzilla story. There's a there's a couple episodes it's back. You'll see his face. Beautiful. It's the cover. He gets so, so angry. He's also the, one of the emotes. If you if you I love that emote. Oh God, we've gone completely off the rails with this fucking thing. What are we talking about? Mom? Oh, you gotta oh, be so a great. fucking tier three subscriber for that. That's like twenty dollars. <laughs> it's worth it. Patreon, if you oh, want to totally see this face it. more often. Yeah, oh, yeah. We should. We I've should start a Patreon. Got, I've only got fresh pots. Fresh pots. Fresh pots. Paying out of pocket for these fresh pots. Fresh pots. I remember where we were going. We were talking about connections to the original <laughs> movie. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, so they start the one really cool sequence in that I not did not expect was when they went underwater to find where Godzilla um, regenerated. And mm. they went to this whole... They the started introducing the, the inner Earth um, idea, which they have in the original movies, where there's this um, sanctum in the middle of the Earth where all the monsters live, which I think is... Really cool and very X Men. Anyway, um, what did you guys think? Arthur Conan Doyle? Yeah, more Arthur Conan yeah, Doyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I initially thought of X-Men. anyway. It's not. It's, it's not. I initially <laughs> thought of the Savage Land when I first saw it. I was like, ooh. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, what did you guys think of this sequence um, and yeah. introducing this whole older society that sort of worshipped? I thought it. Personally, I think it looks like. They were trying to be like, this is Atlantis, and this is what fucked up everything. Um, but what did you guys yeah. think of this sequence? <laughs> I know I, I thought it was cool. I like I like that they introduced it's it's always the one part that it's kind of necessary when you're doing the the monster verse. It's like, well, where are the monsters when they're not destroying Tokyo? It's okay, well, they have this whole other place they can go, or that they yeah. do go. I, I, I mean, it. I definitely like I like the the idea and everything. I mean, the execution of it was it was good. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It was all right. Um, I don't know. It, it was one of those things where it kind of dragged a little bit for me at that point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, uh, Ken Watanabe, uh, his his beautiful send off was awesome. That's so sad. I like, think I actually cried in theaters because he's such a good actor. Like you, you so feel it's it's a really good sequence. Like it's really good. Mm-hmm. I I just also like. I don't know what it is. Like maybe it's his his that low rumbly voice of his, mm-hmm. but like it seems like every word he ever says is important. Yeah, everything he ever says, I have to pay attention to and memorize mm-hmm. because it will be mm-hmm. on the test later. Like he's yeah. just, it's just there's something so commanding about yeah. it. Oh, he's God, he's one it. of those he's one of those actors that is like the textbook definition of gravitas. Everything he says is important. It's like yeah. he's like with, with oh. like a, he's like Morgan Freeman where it's like everything he says like you're gonna listen you're like what's he saying? Yeah, it's I, just I, it sounds like it's the most important thing in the world at that. There's like a time. tight ten list. It's like Max von Sydow, right? Like yeah. Frank Langella, Ian McKellen, Pat, like guys like that. And then yeah. like we get a Ken Watanabe in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have like his voice is distinct, but it's not 
like it's not like he has the same kind of like commanding accent a lot of these other mm-hmm. actors have. A lot of them are like typically British, like Shakespearean mm-hmm. actors. Yeah. He's just he's one of those guys like the softer he talks, like you have to lean in. Like you yeah. have, like he he makes you listen to him mm-hmm. by talking more softly. He it's also, the power move or it's the power yeah. where he makes you lean in. You're like, what yeah. are you saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he also has like the most expressive eyes, like yeah. just having that voice mixed with his facial expressions. It's just like, mm-hmm. I love him so much. I want him to be in more things, more things that <laughs> yeah. I watch. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Tataco, he does really good death scenes. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Tataco on Twitch says, did anyone catch Ken-san, as Japanese fans call him, when he played the King of Siam in The King and I? I did not. I did not know. I heard, I I heard that he was actually phenomenal in that. Yeah, he was on Broadway. Was he I not? did not know about that. Was he not on Broadway? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. It, was Broadway, oh. it was Broadway or West End. I can't remember which. I think he might have been when they yeah. transferred the show to the West End in London that he did it. But I don't know for certain. I know he was in it, though. Hmm. Not sure. We'll be able to track that down. That sounds oh, that sounds so good. Because it was one of those things where it was like, I saw that. I'm like, I can't. It was one of those. It was Broadway because it was Kelly O'Hara. Yeah. Okay, because it's like you see that casting. I'm like, I don't believe that that's oh. real, but I really wanted to believe it. It was filmed Fine. on TV. Tataco says, oh, "I'm gonna have to Ooh, catch this." Oh, now. good. All Ooh, right, oh, damn. deep oh, dive. I don't know if you guys remember this. Um, I'm gonna say this to Marcus and to um, more. I don't know if you remember this Ooh. on the on the um, on the Tonys, but they showed the scene where Kelly O'Hara does her quick change off stage to go from mm-hmm. one scene to the next. Like that was such a yeah. Um, that stood mm-hmm. out in my mind out of all the Tony performances. I oh yeah, was really so it was cool. it was insane. Yeah, like insane. If, mm-hmm. We got a uh, something in here. Let's see. Mm-hmm. We thank what? thank what you, Vocal Tomes, for gifting a sub over to Tataco. Uh, uh, oh snap! Thank you. Yeah, Brittany, we love you. Um, Yay! Any other final thoughts on the King of Monsters before we move on to Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, definitely set the stage for the the movie that was to follow. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Rocky one to Rocky two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, sure. <laughs> like, oh man, it was so. This movie had such good villain, villain monsters. To move mm-hmm. on to the next oh, yeah. movie was sort of not to mention Charles Dance. Oh man, I was weeping yeah. for Charles Dance in the next movie, but oh, I'll just keep that to myself for now. <laughs> so let's move on to this year's. Moving on, moving on. Uh, movie that's dominating the box offices right now, um, Godzilla vs. Oh. Kong, which was released What's wrong with you people? <laughs> March 24th internationally and March 31st in the U.S. of A. And North America, we, we got it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie yeah. saw Godzilla sort of going around the world, sort of causing some shit. We don't know why. And uh, I guess some scientists decide to free King Kong for it's never really explained properly. Well, they wanted to go through the, the earth. I, and, well, yeah, and yeah I, I think it sort of is. No, they don't. Okay. Can, I, can I can I just explain? I think the crux of it is, and this is just me watching this movie. The more I watch it, Godzilla was a dick in this movie. He was like, and, just hands down. He was just yeah. a dick. All right. I'm and gonna say even this. by the end, he's still kind of a dick. <laughs> he's still no, even at the end, he's still a dick. He's just like, oh, literally, it was, it was a it is, cool, cool, bro. That was the that moment where he was cool. I'm like, what? Why are you a dick now? We spent two movies building you up to be like kind of because it's Rocky Three. It a, at the end of the movie, it's Rocky Three. He had his reasons. So there's no, no Rocky Four. We don't have a Drago. No, I okay. The one no. thing I thought through the whole movie was 
just because the characters say shit doesn't make it make sense, okay? Yeah. They were saying all kinds of lines to justify all the actions in the movie, but this was a type of movie where they're just throwing everything and the kitchen sink at you nonstop just to make you forget about the last scene. Nothing actually made sense. Okay. <laughs> I think, so anyway, go I ahead, think there's go a ahead. lot of scenes in this movie that were actually cut. The editing feels no. sort of... There's definitely yeah. some no. weird editing. Like There's no. some parts of this movie, movie where I'm like, garbage. I think those, those scenes on, on, should be on. switched in order. I, I, Steve, one sec, because because what Dave just said is one hundred percent. Like, let's just look at they're they're talking about Kong getting Kong off the island, or like we got to get Kong to do something. It's like, um, okay, we'll do it. And suddenly he's just on a ship, and it's like, yeah. what were the steps? This isn't a Batman oh, scenario you. where you go, giant it's Batman. He can do oh, stuff. He's Batman. They're like, no, no, no. We'll just move I'm, this giant creature <laughs> off the I'm island. I'm the like, guy on the podcast who always doesn't believe that there is actually a cutscene or a good reason because <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying Jedi they filmed it. And Rise of Skywalker. I'm not saying they just filmed it. Just because those movies got made doesn't mean they were made smart, okay? We were talking about <laughs> effort at the beginning of the movie, and I don't think they gave a fuck, okay? So that's fine. We're going to agree to disagree. Well, keep in mind <laughs> that talk about the, movie. the original Star Wars was saved in the edit too, right? Like, that's there's plenty true. of movies that they filmed and they fixed that's it in fine, the edit. That's fine. We're not going to get. We're not going to go down Star Wars. I'm just saying that. Let's <laughs> we have not another assume episode for that. that they, yeah, we always have another episode for that. I just did not believe that this movie was made with the intention of actually having things figured out. Okay, all right. Here's here's a little bit of a side tangent, just because it's going to be kind of funny. So I was alluding at the beginning of the episode that I was doing something a little bit weird with movies. What I've been doing is I've been trying to force myself to watch movies that have a slight difference between uh, their either their decade, their genre, or their country so that I make myself watch more than just horror and science fiction because that's all I would end up watching, right? So I actually forced myself to watch King Kong versus Godzilla 1962. And I was prepared to enter this episode, this podcast, to say that is the stupidest plot I've ever heard because the plot of 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla is a submarine crashes into a radioactive iceberg releasing a uh, a hibernating Godzilla. That that part's fine. Okay, whatever. (laughs) But then a pharmaceutical company, because they're not happy with their advertising because of the programming that they're associated with, decides to launch an expedition to find King Kong. And when they do, they decide to bring him back to Japan for marketing reasons. Now, I challenge anybody here right now to tell me what the fucking plot of this movie was okay, compared so. to that. Because I was going to say that was stupid. But the plot of this movie, I don't even know what the fuck they were doing. Okay? Well, we so, need, we need oh, clean energy okay, sources okay. because all the mu- all the mutos are attracted yeah, to radiation. Oh, clean okay. energy? That's not how energy works, man. I, I will do my, <laughs> I will do my best. Energy. Okay, I will do my best to explain the plot of this movie. Someone doesn't so. believe in the 1992 <laughs> film The Saint or whatever it was. <laughs> That's the theme. Um, um, so, Godzilla is attacking these factories around the world that are connected to this company that has been experimenting on the skull of King Ghidorah to create a Mecha Godzilla. I don't know why it's a Mecha Godzilla instead of a Mecha uh, Ghidorah. That's not the point. So well, they only these, got one head. Yeah. <laughs> so these so these scientists three. are trying to figure out how to reach uh, Godzilla, and they figure that they can go through the middle of the Earth to 
maybe find the homeland of the monsters or whatever. Uh, so they, they figured the only way to travel through this hollow earth, which they said is sort of like wormholes, is to use someone who would have come from there. So they go to Kong, they drug him off screen. <laughs> <laughs> off screen, Marcus. <laughs> and then they put him on a boat and they eventually get him to go off screen. Um, yeah, off screen. They eventually after an Antarctica. Awesome, after an awesome battle on the water against Godzilla, um, they mm-hmm. go to an Antarctic um uh, research site, which they had drilled down to one of these things to travel down. To I mean, presumably the that would have been the Ghidorah location, right? Yeah. Was it? Okay, that would be the sure. assumption would be the Ghidorah right. location. I was not uh, yes, sure. Yes, please continue. So <laughs> we get to the middle of the earth, which is the inner earth, where there is this whole ecosystem where monsters can be on the ceiling and on the ground at the same time. And we find the mm-hmm. temple of all the Kongs. Um, apparently, the the race of Kongs has pretty much disappeared. He's once again the sole survivor, which is sad. But he also finds a, a he finds an energy monkey. Cabin. Monkey yeah. has axe. <laughs> he finds, he finds axe. his yeah. he finds his Thor axe there, which is powered by the radiation. Yeah. He gets Stormbringer. Um, yeah, he gets Stormbringer. Um, the company who uh, funded this expedition steals part of the energy, which ends up powering up Robo. Uh, sorry, not Robo. Mecha Godzilla, but because of the radiation, it actually breaks free from its mind control, well, or at least pilot, and becomes a robot Ghidorah in a Godzilla body. Um, Godzilla body. Godzilla goes to fight the Mecha Godzilla. Um, I'm popping on. I am popping. I know. I can see it on my levels as well. Um, I don't know if Twitch I don't hear okay. any issues with this plot. So far. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Still setting so, up the movie. <laughs> so Godzilla is <laughs> fighting um, Mecha Godzilla um, mm-hmm. and ends up failing, and King Kong. Mm-hmm. Through I don't know some sort of uh, oh wait uh, he gets Corey it's his Rocky moment it's not how hard you can get hit it's how hard you oh, can no, get no, hit wait. and keep going no no sorry I, I he went, gets I taken went out ahead. he I almost dies I went yeah. ahead sorry Godzilla yeah, fought ahead. Godzilla yeah. fought King Kong up on there Kong yeah. King, King Kong gets beat and one in Hong beat, Kong and beat that ass beat in Neo Cyberpunk Hong Kong I might mm-hmm. add but yes uh, go on and then yeah. and then Mecha Godzilla comes to life. Beats down Godzilla. Mm-hmm. They reboot uh, King Kong with a explosion on his chest. I did that phrasing for you, Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. Electricity. And then, um, Electricity. And then, <laughs> Las Vegas. And then Godzilla and King Kong beat the shit out of Mecha Godzilla with the robot with the with the lightning axe, <laughs> and they tear apart Mecha Godzilla. The end. Yep. That's it, right? That's, That's right. I think I told. So no, so, no, 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 no. You left out. You left out the important ending. You left out the good job, bro. Good job, bro. I'm going to go. Bro that, that thing, you gave him a bro nod after the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <sighs> That's right. Okay. That's so when I was talking about the pharmaceutical company trying to find <laughs> Kong and bring him back for their marketing, I'm sure you thought that was the stupidest fucking plot you ever <laughs> could have come up with. But, but honestly, like what Eric just said and what I just told you about 1962 
really? Do you really think the new plot is better? I don't know. I, I, I do not think it's better. I do not think it's a better plot. But again, I'm going to go back to my original thought. I don't care how they make it happen. I want big fucking monkey yeah. versus Fair big enough. fucking lizard. And I want to see some fucking blood. Fair it was enough. awesome. Fight yeah. for great. That's yes. what I wanted to see. I, I, I have good. a very strong suspicion that a lot of people signed on to this movie because they saw the other movies and they went, hey, those were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when they didn't have a script ready, they went, it's fine. We'll have a script, you know, later. And it's what they actually did was had like three different producers going, we need this to happen. We need this to happen. And we need this. We need a Stranger <laughs> Things thing. So get the kid back from Stranger Things and go have her and the kid from Deadpool 2 and Hunt for the Wilder People. And and I don't I don't know. I, to be fair, I don't know what the other guy, the guy who plays Jenner. I don't know what else he's been in, but he's their guide. <laughs> Through through the fucking what like that makes the no, that whole plot makes no fucking sense because there's no way like a, a normal well like just a decent human being in his case is like yeah, i'm gonna take these kids into this monster's lair. like that's never gonna happen these people are all insane and then also also we have anti-grav technology in this movie so why did we ever have to take a fucking boat I will, I will when they would, we have anti-grav technology we can go into the inner earth i said oh great they're just going to use that to bring gods or, or kong over I went no we're going to use a boat but that's where godzilla lives <laughs> one of my biggest complaints uh was the whole thing about the energy source trying to find the center and that yeah and yeah and then was like okay how are they going to get this energy source back up there they didn't need it. The they, all they, they needed to do was get some sort of frequency, it. and then they can they can up they can they can make it replicate themselves. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. How energy works. I, I will. That's not I will, how energy works. I will point Dude. out two things. Hold on, hold on. Two okay, things. Yeah, yeah. One, thank you, Pink Cat Gaming, for following us. Two, when thank I did you. that summary, I did not mention any human stuff that happened. Because none of it mattered. It didn't matter. It doesn't true. I was hiding for Charles Dance this whole movie. I was just like, <laughs> you got this. Uh, you got this elaborate, like, corporate megalomaniac asshole. And you got this creepy Japanese asshole, who, by the way, has the same last name as the scientist who saves everybody in the original Godzilla movie, but he's, like, <laughs> totally different character. And then you got this Latina, like, rich kid daughter asshole, and they're all crap. Charles Dance, like, crap's bigger than all three of these villains. Sorry, go ahead, Eric. Yes. I didn't have anything. <laughs> I was waiting for you. No, 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 no. The, but um, they nailed it. I didn't care about any of the humans. Every single human character in this movie. Like, I had not seen Kong Skull Island. So when I saw it, I was like, wow, I liked uh, King of Monsters. And this Kong Skull Island movie, this was awesome. I cannot mm. wait for this new movie. I'm like, these people don't matter worth anything. Like, nothing mattered in this movie. It was did, just and for the fight. Did you guys know good. that... Um, and, the, sorry. Did you, I'll no, get no, to you, Matt, next. Um, did you guys know that that cyber pilot that uh, piloted Mechagodzilla was the son of Ken Watanabe. No, I no. saw that after. Yeah, not a clue. No, it doesn't no. matter, right? Eh? He no, looks familiar. Matter, though. I feel like matter. he's been in other stuff. <laughs> no, well, yeah, probably. No, um, he's a bad not, 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 not the son in real life. Japanese I meant the character. In the character was the son of oh, the his character. character. Wait, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yeah, that's yeah. Wow. They, they, because because again, like you said, the, the problem with this movie, and this is the problem that. I found happens a lot with these versus movies is that they try to put way too much goddamn plot into it. It's like Marcus said, no one going to see this movie was like, man, I really want there to be a good, deep, intricate, twisting story. 
No, you want to see two big things beat the fuck out of each other. Give me 15 minutes of plot, a 45-minute fight, another 15 minutes of plot, another 45-minute fl- uh, fight, a denouement credits. <laughs> you don't need to craft this big, intricate tale of an evil corporation trying to harness energy to create a mecha titan. I, no one gives a shit. No, I, I don't know. No corporation appropriately titled Apex. Apex, Apex which sure. of Apex, course. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it's right up there with the, you know, the good guys being monarch. Like it makes as much sense. Like they're not subtle with their name. I, I have I, two. I have, two, well, sorry if I'm interrupting. Go ahead. So yeah. one, uh, Lance, Lance Reddick is in this movie and I don't yeah. remember seeing him in this movie. Lincoln, you'll miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he was, was he in, in for two movie? lines. He, he he's billed at the start of the movie. And I just remembered I'm on the IMDb. And I'm like, wait a minute. I remember seeing his, I definitely didn't see him in this fucking movie. Yeah. I talked to Millie's dad. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. all in Hong Kong. Ken Watanabe is a background actor in one of the scenes. Apparently he plays a I, bar patron, but okay, I missed that. I think the thing that bothers me the most is one of those things where they could have got right. And then didn't is, you know, mm-hmm. when Kong is like dead spoilers, Kong is like down and like, we need to like shock him. Cause that somehow fixes people. Yeah. <laughs> in theory, Okay. They want to defibrillate his heart. That's what they're saying. They, they need to do. And I don't know why they don't just fucking say that. Because yeah. every movie is like, if you just hit somebody with a bunch of electricity, they get better. It's like, no, if Kong is fucked up and he's having like an arrhythmia, that could fix him. But instead yeah. of putting the fucking science in it, they just went, okay. I don't know, big monkey need electricity to fight back. <laughs> I'm going okay, to add a little bit of a minor factoid because I think I'm the only one who actually watched the 1962 Godzilla, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. I, I, was, I was amused by the fact that they made two references to that movie. The mm-hmm. airlifting of Godzilla happened in the 1962 movie, mm-hmm. and the electrical defibr- defibrillation also yeah. occurred oh in the 1962 God. version. <laughs> so <laughs> the reasons may not have made sense <sighs> in the new version. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't really make sense in the 1962 version. Did they pay either, people to write this movie? Yeah. I hope not. Probably hope a lot, too. I think they got a computer to do it. I feel like, but, but again, it's, done better. I do feel it is one of those situations where, especially when you're dealing with a movie like this that had the budget that this had, is that you get into the uh, too many cooks, too many Producers, executives many and people cooks. saying, "Well, we need to do this, but what about this?" And we think this will be good because you're trying to you're trying to please everybody. Now, here's as opposed thing, to though. just making a good movie, they have to try to make all their masters happy. And then you get this mishmash of story around some awesome fights. Yeah, and then you get the Joss Whedon Justice League. Now, okay, here's the thing. Like, I'm <laughs> always one. I'm always the one who's like super negative about these things. Mm-hmm. I don't. See, this is the thing. I feel King of Monsters did it better, and I feel mm-hmm. Kong Skull, Skull Island did it better. Like you're right, Marcus. All we care about is the fucking monster fights, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you throw everything out the window. And somehow they actually took characters from King of Monsters and made them less relevant in this movie. So mm-hmm. something weird happened. Like, I will absolutely agree. Anybody wants to see monster fights? The monster fights kick ass in this movie. Okay. Absolutely. The 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla is boring as shit. Okay. So, I, I mean, and, and the costumes are terrible. All right. It is not a movie that's worth watching. And yet... <laughs> I actually cared about the plot in that one a little bit more. And I agree, we don't necessarily need to care about the plot. Like, we only care about the monster movies. But they pulled it off in the last two movies. What the hell happened? <laughs> they completely dropped the ball yeah. on this one somehow. So, COVID was off in 1954. Why can't they do it now? 
there, there was there was one other thing I was going to ask, and this is like half sarcastic and half sincere. Did the company that did the CGI in this movie, did they work on the Transformers movies at all? Do we know? Let's find out. Yeah. Talk about yourself. Know. I'll do research. Yeah. I mean, typically, I, like, if you're not ILM, you go out of business after anyway. I, um, I, so I'm asking because, like, I again, I love, like, the CGI in this movie was, was great. It was clean. But as soon as Mechagodzilla showed up, I went, oh, yeah. it's Megatron. Yeah. yeah, no, this is the problem. Like, But not I, in a bad way, just, but it was one of those, I looked at that, I'm like, I'm wondering if the designers on that worked on that movie as well, just because there were so many similarities. And it's still, like, they still kept it, the, the general shape and design of it was very similar to the old school Mechagodzilla, just obviously using the cool modern tech that we have. Yeah. But there was still stuff, like, like, like the tail yeah, with the spinners on and stuff like that. I'm like, this is all stuff that's, that I've seen in Michael Bay true. movies. That's true. And it's not it bad. Like at it's least just, there's yeah. like 20 companies that worked on the special effects. Scanline, so Weta, Moving Pictures, Luma, Legacy, oh Amalgamated God. Dynamics, Bod VFX. Everyone goes. The main four yeah. are yeah. Moving Pictures, Scanline, Weta, and the, Luma. For them. I mean, well, Weta makes Weta sense because Weta did uh, the King Kong. Kong. Yeah. And it makes right. sense because the facial animation on King Kong and Godzilla was really good. Mm-hmm. So you know that Weta yep. did yeah. that. That's true. That's what I mean. That's yeah. I like their faces. I think as soon as you're involving anything, anything with actors and mocap, it's very like you're going to wet it or you're not bothering it with it at all. I, yeah. I mean, I'm one of the, I don't know. I don't like the Transformers movies because I can't shut yeah. my brain off and that's like fine. People one. who enjoy them, that's mm. fine. I, that's not my kind of thing. And I hate to say it, but as I was watching this movie, because I was saying like, just because you say shit doesn't mean it makes sense. All I was thinking about in my own twisted mind was like, oh, I hope that Axie that Kong gets has got like a, you know, on the edge of it has a map to, you know, the wayfinder to Exegol because it's just like, <laughs> this movie is just as fucking nonsensical. Not nonsensical is that movie. That's all I can think about. So it's like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know why he did this. I don't know why he did that, but I guess it doesn't matter at the end. Yeah, just Guys, I just, <laughs> whatever. I just figured oh. it out. They got a real lazy DM. For all these games, that's all it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I roll the one. Fuck it, you figure it out anyway. I don't. Yeah. I'll just add this one point because I've actually been to Hong Kong. Um, just as energy doesn't work that way, Hong Kong is not that neon. I mean, they had a lot of buildings there. It <laughs> well, was here, pretty here's, cool. Here's but... something that I thought about this movie because, like, before this movie came out, and w- when the trailers were coming out and everything, people were like, "Oh, why is Kong attacking? Why is or why is Godzilla right. attacking everybody?" Mm-hmm. And like all the all the theories started going out and like the Mecha Godzilla thing got out really early. And then yeah. uh, I didn't hear was pretty that. much, was pretty much confirmed like weeks and weeks before yeah. the movie actually mm-hmm. came out. So we already knew that this was most likely the direction of the movie. It was mm-hmm. pretty obvious. And then like the leak of the toys and the imagery and all that kind of stuff. But then mm-hmm. my problem came, okay, well, if that's the direction that we're going with this whole thing, what time frame are we in? Like what year is this all taking place? Mm-hmm. In? Like, like what originally with uh with kick-ass in the 2014 movie that seemed like today modern day modern time how is it in like five years six years of their time suddenly they are like anti-grav technology and fucking magnet tunnels well, that's I explained wonder- in pacific rim too <laughs> <laughs> see i wonder like with the emergence of all these titans and then they started studying them more of this technology. I'm giving logic. That's to literally that what no they logic. say in Pacific Rim yeah. too. <laughs> it's literally yeah. we have new energy sources. We all this new medicine and all this mm-hmm. shit comes out of but, studying the kaiju. But it takes so long for people to perfect any kind of technology. 
to mm-hmm. imagine that they're able to figure this shit out so quickly is just mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. And then like on top of that, like Mecha Godzilla is basically a prototype. The chances of that thing smashing through a building and just being like, yeah, I'm good. And just smacking okay. back. Like, <laughs> you know how hard it is to get, like a fucking computer to work in in bad conditions with a little bit of dust and dirt. This thing is getting punched by gods and smashing through. So, but, but let, me, let, let me wind wind you back a little bit. So I let Eric tell the plot of the movie to compare to the plot of the other one. And what I was like complaining to a friend online was, okay, so let me get this straight. They downloaded the energy they needed. <laughs> to power a psionically controlled VR skull Mecha Godzilla suit in order to do what exactly? To become the apex? Like, in your concern about how they quickly develop that technology, I, I think... I, no, no, no. <laughs> here, here. Steven, 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 you're wait, wait, wait. confused on the plot here in that. They didn't download <laughs> the energy itself directly. That'd be stupid. They downloaded the energy signature... <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. The energy okay. signature, right. and then That's they can replicate it since they knew exactly what they were you looking see, for. You see, okay. you're thinking they needed a generator. What they needed was a new version of AC or DC. I yeah. see. Well, yeah. I guess when you've got one of Ghidorah's skulls and you can put I mean, a VR rig to it, it's fine. I because guess presumably they have an infinite energy source because they have several anti-gravity fucking cars. They just needed the frequency for it. That's yeah. a yeah. number. Yeah. That's that's it. It. I, I have a Did serious they... question. I do have a serious okay. question. Serious? Okay. <laughs> this okay. movie? Okay, yes. Maybe. Not really. Okay. Um, so that, 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 that kid from Deadpool 2 is trying to hack and he, you know, he, he knows HTML. Um, oh. for some reason, um, yeah, he knows HTML, <laughs> and they pour, they pull out al- alcohol oh on this God. computer to cause something that just made the tail stop spinning. Is this what? Well, I don't know if you're aware, but if you get a computer wet, it might short. You see, there's, and a- if you short uh, the computer console that links to a satellite that links to a robot that is not being controlled by that computer, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> I'm going to reference uh, something that will matter to you, Eric. Uh, since 1979, we all know that when you shoot the panel of a door, that automatically unlocks the door. This has been a staple. Uh, see, that was in, that was in 77, years. not 79. I, I stand corrected. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. This is how technology works. Yeah. You just have to disconnect the thing and everything just stops working. Yeah. See, Thank you. Thank that's, you, David. That's far better than my standard a wizard did it. Because that's, I mean. That would make this movie. Is it a wizard that came from the moon it might be <laughs> um but go, going going far back to what was said earlier that was steve said is the first time they showed up uh in hong kong and that fight happened because i watched this movie earlier like last night and today my first thought was oh shit they're in madripoor but like but for real though and that's just because i didn't get a chance to talk to you guys since last friday but like i literally saw that i'm like it's Madripoor. That's the same design. Why didn't we say There's that? A lot for of what's neon. Good? Well, that was a great because the Tron, design of Madripoor. I'm going to say now is awesome. Yeah, but for some reason they decided to eliminate all the Asian people who should be in Madripoor. <laughs> there were Asian they went, people there. There were there was it, and, it, you know there, what it was it was, it was 1980s uh, Hong Kong is what it was is that's how they depicted it, right it's just a bunch of British people. Yeah. <laughs> I. I, yeah, you're you're adding a lot of your common sense to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, These are just TV shows that they refuse to well, cast. But here's the thing: I can, actually, 
No, I can actually, well, no, that actually, there is a logical explanation to that. Remember when they actually started filming this show, they couldn't travel to Hong Kong That's, to get, yeah. Yeah. The, get the, the proper locale shots. So they had to get, do what they could. I feel like and yes, there were Asian people there, but that are yeah, yes, yeah. but again, if you're going to try to go with a proper location, you want to get people that are actually from that location. It's fine. It's the MCU. It's a yeah. different version of everything, so they Let's can stop talking about something good and go back to Godzilla versus. Fair Godzilla. enough. Oh, I yeah. agree with this. Okay. Stop so, talking about good stuff. I had, I had I, sorry. I had to temper uh, it with some positive home, before we go back. My thought was that if you want to get a bunch of people not wearing masks together, they're probably going to be white anyway. So. well done no that's good that was good all right i'm out that's good mic drop Um, also we talked about the fact that bucky was the first one to wear a mask and make it look cool i'm just saying that right now winter soldier look at that yep he was a trendsetter anyways um mike huck you were gonna say something um just one more thing I had to point out. It just it bothered me in that for all the advanced technology in this movie and that. Uh, did you notice the podcast guy was taking pictures inside the secret layer in that with a flip phone? Yeah, because he doesn't trust re- the norm, like the new technology. He only okay. has the old school. You're shit. right. You're right. It's not like they can't get wow. into old technology. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I only yeah. work on two G. <laughs> the 1.3 megapixel camera. That's a good I, point. I think, actually, I, it's one of the smart things they did. Actually, <laughs> no, I just get a regular fucking camera. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just a disposable camera would have better resolution. Do they still make those? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. You go to Walmart, yes, you stick it. If he has a functioning pictures. flip phone, he could probably get a camera somewhere. Mm. And and if you're in an EMP like around a kaiju, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, old school cameras still fucking work. Without batteries. How oh, sure. Expose negative. Um, <laughs> back to a Brie Larson camera. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so we, um, <laughs> this is supposed to be the end of this monster verse, supposedly. Thank God. We'll see. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see because this, this made a shit ton of money. Well, let's um, get some prequels. Let's get an 80s version. Let's I'm, get a 90s. I'm fine with you know, let's do. Um, yeah. So there are there are a bunch of monsters that didn't make it into these films. Are there any monsters you wish you saw? In um, in the yep. the movies like Space Godzilla, Bigfoot, Space Godzilla, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. is Bigfoot in <laughs> the Godzilla Bigfoot. movies? No, no, but I do want to see the uh, and this is a fucking deep cut, the giant uh, Frankenstein monster fight. Uh, <laughs> I was Godzilla. To- I want to see Godzilla versus Dark Universe Frankenstein. Tie it all together. I, I was going to watch that, but I just ran out of time, so don't, I don't just even know don't. what you're talking about. <laughs> no, kidding. don't. All it's right. so bad. It's so what? bad. What's the, name of the, of the world, fu- right? What's the name of the turtle guy? The, uh, Gamera. 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 Gamora, yeah. Gamera. Gamera? Gamera? Yeah. yeah. Also, that's a different company. So uh, there's, there's also well, one that looks like an Ankylosaurus with spikes on his back. I think it's um, <laughs> the Biolante? Uh, Aguarus uh, or something like that. It's hard oh. to tell. There's a lot. This was there's actually a- going to be like my big Godzilla intro. I actually never really watch any of these movies, so this is, yeah. I, I mean, know. like after like the Camera. Godzilla movies there got very formulaic, where it's it was literally it was just like, what's the monster of the week this time? And it would be, you know, this monster shows up and its powers are this and it does this, and then Godzilla would show up, they would fight and fuck off. That's I, that was literally once you get into the room, they was like they were just by numbers because it was people just wanted to see Godzilla fight a new threat. I did not realize there was a Mecha King Ghidorah. 
Why did they just have that in this movie? I that's what I thought was because they happen, didn't want to because they didn't want to do Ghidorah twice in a row. That's literally yeah. the only reason. That, no, it's, right, that's true. Godzilla makes more sense to be honest. I, I mm-hmm. think that's like a more obvious thing to go for. Yeah. Mecha yeah. Ghidorah, that's like next level, you know. So yeah. Uh, any uh, any final thoughts on this? Any uh, of this? Uh, uh, I, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically. I, I think it's not a great movie, but I loved the fighting, so I mm-hmm. recommend it. I wonder if someone on the internet, internet listened to me, would cut out all the human aspects of these movies and mm-hmm. make a really cool mm-hmm. like miniseries of monster fights. It would be way better. Mm-hmm. That would be actually yeah. way better. Uh, it would be I would really, really good. enjoy that. Yeah. That or you can just watch the 1954 Godzilla, which is the perfect balance of both. I mean, yeah. Just cut it in right the, the first time. Just or cut watch in the CGI. Uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh, I gotta see that. Yeah, um, you should. Okay. But just prepare yourself. It's that monster is horrific. But part of me really just, wants to go back and watch all this stuff, and the other part of me is like, I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna finish watching Critical Role. That's what I'm. Gonna I do. would agree with both, uh, both angles. To be honest. Yeah. Can you answer <laughs> the call? Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, this is not D and D night where I normally sing that. Oh, I'm trying to think. What other like? Are there any other monster universes that we'd like to see on film? I mean, I would like to see a Dooku that works, to be honest. I would. Because I actually really like the Wolfman movie. That was quite good. I, I like Dracula Wait, so Untold. Del Toro what, the, with the Del Toro? Yeah, really? I liked it. I lo- No, I was, that I was a good one. It. Yeah. I did not like that. I didn't like The Mummy. No. I didn't like the... the, well, the, mummy, the mummy, okay, The Mummy was trash, though. That Mummy yeah. was... The Mummy was a Tom Cruise movie that they tried to throw some horror aspects yeah. into because he wanted to make a scary but, movie, but it wasn't well, a good cool. movie. Was Wolfman actually supposed to be part of the Dark Universe? Yeah, it was like, I know the first. I thought Dracula was... Untold was the first. No, Dracula came no. out like three, four years after. Okay. All right. Because Wolfman yeah. didn't make enough money. They went, fuck, shucks, looks like we're going to start again. And then they tried Dracula Untold. And that didn't make any money. So they went, fuck, let's try again. And then the Tom Cruise mummy didn't make any money. And they went, why yeah, does nobody it. want to see our monsters? It's like, well, maybe well, you made a good movie the that problem marketed. Was like the, the, the Tom Cruise mummy movie was like three different movies all bashed together and they didn't know what the fuck they wanted to do with it. I mean, if and you watch the, that movie, yeah. it's kind of like a, it's about Tom Cruise removing female empowerment. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really fucked up. It's really wow. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, I did not watch that movie close. It's enough, not like the old G mummy where it's like, oh, this is a this is a dude who's in love and it's a tragic story. And then he's just mad. So, yeah. he's, you know, Brandon Fraser's got to stop him because he's mad, mm-hmm. which was a that good was a movie. movie or like a board, you know, go back and watch the Boris Karloff version with like Abner yeah. Costello or something. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ironic, though, then that they made the invisible man after that or woman. And it was like the exact opposite. That's like all female empowerment. Kind of. I like that movie. That was. Really yeah. Good. It's actually a different angle. Is it is it better than Hollow? Like, do you see the outline of someone's dick in that movie though? Because you can't beat Hollow Man for that. No, you don't. Wow, Uh, this went in a weird direction. No, it's Kevin Bacon. Hollow Man went in all sorts of weird, bad. That's a fucked up movie. It was Kevin Bacon's dick. I mean, that was um fuck. Who was it that did Hollow Man? It was what's his name that did Robocop? Fairhoven. Yeah. I'm positive. Verhoeven did it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Verhoeven was one. It was 100 a Paul Verhoeven movie. When you watch it, you're like, "Yep, that's totally him." Yep. The fact that you Verhoeven. see like Invisible Dick, hmm. like it's an wow. Invisible Dick, but you can still see it. Listen, Verhoeven. it's not weird because he's from the Netherlands. It's not weird there. <laughs> no, Paul Verhoeven's shit is weird in any continent. Yeah, like it's just that's his thing. Well, he likes to do weird things just for like, again, showgirls. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, fair. Yeah, but well, we got Starship Troopers. 
Oh, but look at Starship. But look at Starship Troopers. That's the a movie's good movie. Weird. Yeah, I love it. So the dude, the dude gets his brain sucked about? out by a weird bug vagina dick. Yeah, and then exactly. NBA What's shows up, and it's fine. <laughs> and then they were Eric saved by Doogie Howser dressed like a Nazi. I'm just saying. Like, I, there's I, a lot of things weird with that movie. This all it's sounds good, good to me. I don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, we all just shifted around in a circle. It's okay. Wait, no, it's, I made it worse. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Don't, <laughs> no one's going to know who we are. Ah! Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Eric, on, on, the, on the point of other monster movies we'd like to see, there is a movie that I would like to see made well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever get the chance, but I would love to see Toxic Avenger done well. Aren't they redoing no. that? No, no, I don't know it the way it is. Can. Like, how do you no. do a, a movie, wait, wait, Steve? A, a when you B say movie the way that's it is, supposed to be bad, to do it well. I don't know. Ask Sam Raimi. <laughs> Actually, Sam Raimi could do a pretty kick-ass Toxic Avenger. Don't I mean, true. Um, if you want to see, yeah, I would say if you want to see it done well, look up the Broadway show with Nick in it because that was the only yeah. time I've ever seen that show done well. Yeah. yeah, but that's a different thing. That's a fun musical version of Toxic Avenger, which was awesome. But still. But it still works. Oh yeah, it still works. Hell of a lot if they could make that movie. into a movie, actually, that would be brilliant. That would be a know, right? good movie. Yeah, I like it. Well, let's throw this off to the the audience. What <laughs> would you like to see a remake of? Or let us know what you thought of the MonsterVerse. Uh, find us on www.geeksWithKids.ca, or you can contact us on all of our socials. All of that is in the post credits. Anyway, thank you, Steve, Matt, Marcus, Hawk, and David for coming on and talking about Godzilla and all of the Godzilla movies and King Kong and all of the fun MonsterVerse and all the brain-dead MonsterVerse stuff, apparently. Um, <laughs> um, just the last one. Just the last just one. Just the last one. And, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for coming. Thank you out there on the internet for listening to us and spending some time with us. We really do appreciate it. We shall see you in two weeks. Have a great one. Goodbye. Uh, Bye-bye. Cast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like it here, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.